This episode of Hot Trick Hockey is brought to you by Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald is a senior agent with Allstate Insurance and is proud to call Harrow, Ontario home. He has helped countless clients in the Windsor-Essex County area save money and get the protection they need. Mike's knowledge and drive to succeed gives his customers the best quality care and advice. He prides himself on excellent customer service. Specializing in home and auto insurance, Mike can customize your policy to suit your needs and be your trusted advisor to make sure you and your family are protected. Allstate has many features and benefits, including disappearing deductible, claim satisfaction guarantee, drive-wise, claim forgiveness, ticket forgiveness, and many more. Find out how much you can save. Call 226-773-8275. That's 226-773-8275. Are you in good hands? And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 42 of Hat Trick Hockey, brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat trick hockey, which we like to call it, Rob, the beer of the buttes, right? What's going Why on? Wouldn't Why wouldn't you? What's up? Oh, you know, fucking with this COVID shit. <laughs> Another week. Yeah, yeah. Another We're week. We're just doing it. And you know, you know what I want to do? I I want to do what the states are doing right now, and just getting a little bit about the COVID. Is that uh, you know? Either go outside or don't go outside. If you think you're going to get it, you know what I mean? Don't yeah. go outside. If you want to go to the, the baseball game, go to the baseball game. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're doing 50,000 people over there at sporting events. You know, like uh, the, they just ran, uh, as I watched it today being Monday, uh, I just watched uh, the race from Talladega. Mm-hmm. Packed house. Yeah. Packed house. I couldn't even tell you how many people were there. I, I didn't really pay attention to that, but the whole grandstands were full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here we can't even go hit a fucking we're round of golf. Down. And we can't even hit a round of golf. Yeah, we're hitting 53 cases a fucking, what, a day? Not even? <laughs> That's crazy, Fuck. dude. Speaking of a packed house, so Saturday night, did you watch the UFC? On, on Saturday. I caught a couple of the fights. It was the fucking craziest UFC I've ever seen. Their first two fights, leg injuries. Like, the first fight I thought was bad with the guy's leg. So what what had actually... So the guy got just a leg kick, but he the guy hit the right spot or he hit the right nerve to where it, like, shuts off your foot. So when the guy was walking, he was, like, essentially, he was, like, walking on his ankle, dude. And he's like standing up trying to fight. They're like, you can't fight, bro. Like his leg, it was nasty. And I was like, I could hardly look at that. So that was that the guy that gave the kick and it looked like it broke his ankle? Yeah. Yeah. So what that does, yeah. So that kick just shuts off a a nerve or whatever. So you you have no, like you can't even use your foot is, is what that does. So. I'm like, oh, so I get that out of my fucking brain finally. I'm like, okay, but wait, 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 wait. But it was a, a calf kick. Like he kicked him in his calf. He didn't kick him in the shin. No, it was a leg kick. So it kicked him. It was kind of like in the side of the knee area. 
Oh, I thought he kicked him in the calf. From what I saw, it looked like it might have. It might have. I don't know. I just I couldn't really look because that foot fucking flopping. I was like, oh yeah, I I I walked out of the room. Yeah. So I'm like, I walked out of that room. So my hands up on my face, going, I can't believe I just saw that. So I get that out of my brain finally, and I'm like, all right, okay, here we go. Next fight comes up. I'm like, okay, this one's gonna be good get all the big hype and everything and then the guys come out of the corner flying the one guy goes to throw a kick and fucking his leg snapped and i'm telling you it broke to where if the skin would have ripped this guy's leg would have been fucking three rows into the crowd if the skin (laughs) would seriously if the skin would have ripped that's how bad it broke bro was that the one where it looks like it comes around and hits himself in the shin yeah like wraps right around the guy's yeah. leg. And then the worst part of the worst part about it, dude, is when he tried to stand on it. He went to stand. Yeah. He, he went to stand yeah. on it and his leg, it was like a fucking, it was like a V at, like at the knee, dude. I I'm not even fucking lying. I lost sleep on Saturday night because of that shit. Seeing that shit. I was fucking, I was in shock. I was in shock. Like I was in awe. I was like, freaking shooting the shit with a few friends we were sending like just text galore and we both said the same thing i was like i'm up in the air i'm just not even watching this event anymore because the first two fights were like leg injuries and then the rest of the fights were knockouts like there was the longest fight of the night one was the main event there was the longest fight of the night and it went like a minute and a half into the second round that was the longest fight of the night yeah, and did you see him stick his tongue out and he yeah, fucking he's smiling? I'm like, well, you do, you're gonna go to sleep, man. You keep doing that, boy. He got you're fighting the champ, me. right? He was Don't fighting the champ. Out. Who was it? Was it Ocho Senko or whatever? Had fifty grand on that guy. He was winning that fight too, dude. All he had to do was fight like a normal fucking UFC fighter. He would have probably fucking. But they get cocky and they get arrogant and then they get slapped. I don't know, man. It was nuts. He was a washboard, bro. He was a washboard. Oh, yeah. He was out. Before he even (laughs) hit the mat. And he was down for a while. Well, yeah. He just got his fucking brain smashed against his skull. Dude, that was was awesome. I put that right up there with like the night that it was uh, Khabib and fucking Connor fought where they had the brawl after. Yeah. Right. Where he just jumped out of the cage and went after Connor's guys and a huge brawl ensued. I put that right up. Those, those nights are, are side by side right now. The Connor fight one is probably a little higher because it was just straight chaos after, but like, yeah. That was a fucking close second when it comes to the UFC. What a wild well, night. Let's just give props to – sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. Uh, I, I just want to give props to Dana for putting a card like that together. Mm. You know what I mean? That, that's a great promoter. I wish every fucking – every card was like that. Three fucking belts. Yeah, on and they all and... should be. But, you know, now and now it just seems like – it's turning more like into a wrestling. We'll, we'll get, we'll get Saturdays on and Saturdays will be free preview, you know, like you don't have to pay for it. And then, and then your next card is a little bit better, you know, like you're doing pretty much one every fucking month. Yeah. Well, what do you, You what he does is he puts the, the under card, I think they call it the undercard or whatever. It might be, I don't know. Torch me if I'm wrong, but they usually go, or what do they call them? The, Prelims. prelims 
Yes. So they put those on and those are usually on whatever like network. And then they flip over to the thing after that pay-per-view. Yeah. TSN or whatever. And, and yeah, you can see them all. Yeah. So just wild night in the UFC. So I just kind of wanted to like shoot the shit on a little bit. Just crazy night. Well, you know, what's crazy too. And we'll be done with this after this, but, uh, those guys are such, there's so many good fighters. Like what? You can't lose three fights in the UFC and you're out. And then you have to go try and get your status back in, in yeah. these other lower divisions, right? Or these it's other insane, lower dude. leagues. It's so, insane. you know, like every fight card should be an amazing fight card. Yeah. It's but, nice. and then a lot of times guys get hurt and they don't make the fight or they don't cut the weight. And I don't know. I can never be a UFC fighter. I'll tell you that right now. So no, you're too fat. But I am too fat. My <laughs> boobs are too big. Boobs. <laughs> That's why I need to go back to work, man. I come running down my fucking, or I go running anywhere. It's like an episode of fucking, like, like I'm running down the beach, like an episode of fucking, what's Baywatch. that show there? Yeah. Episode yeah, of Baywatch. Like, yeah. It's like that. Just not very sexy at all <laughs> you're out of wind when you get up oh, the stairs i got it. married i got married five years ago i was 165 pounds when i got married i'm 218 now but i did yeah quit that's that's because of ma's cooking and steph's cooking and i quit on the darts too right i quit fucking yeah hacking you're darts gain too. Some weight doing that. so yeah, good for but, you congratulations yeah thank you man i appreciate it all right i'm so, definitely going to do the same thing though. oh Hardest thing. Come I've the end of summer, I'm all done. I'll never touch another one as long as I live. Good luck, man. Yeah. Um, thank you. So, real quick, our shirts here that you see, my shirt here and Rob's shirt there, crushing blonde shirt. You can get those in the store. All you got to do is click the uh, the shop now or any posts or anything that you see, or you can go to the laser art website and you can go to the web stores link there and you can click on that. You can choose all of our cool shirts and hoodies and just everything up at the store. Mass, we will ship to you. You, I'm telling you right now, we will ship to you anywhere, whether you're down the street or across the world, we will ship to you, okay? So check it out. So I want to give them a big shout out to everybody over at Laser Art for doing our merch for us. Also, Rob, our TikTok is fucking, was doing way, like 100 times better than I thought it ever would. So I throw up stuff there for our show and funny stuff that happens with the show and guys that we have on and stuff like that. So I put up the Sandine hit. So we'll, you and I will kind of shoot the shit about on, on that hit now. So to me, it was a reverse hit is all it was. It's just, he's seen the guy coming in. He braced for impact. He got the better, he got the fucking better of the hit. That's all I seen. I don't think he was trying to hit his head. I don't think he left his skates. I don't think it was anything like that. I think it was a clean hit. Because right now, as of now, the Leafs right now are taking a lot of hype for being a dirty team, which I don't think they are. Okay, I really don't. But the hit, I think, was clean. But anyways, I threw that hit up on 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 our freaking like, thing there, and it got like between four and 500 comments because I was asking what everybody thought of the hit. So what I want to know now that you know what I think about it, what do you think about it, Rob? I think it was clean as hell. He braced himself because he thought, because like Sandine isn't a big hitter, but a lot of guys take runs at him. So he braced himself thinking Shifley's going to take him out. But Shifley was, it looked like Shifley was just trying to 
push the puck around him. So yeah. Sundin played it behind the net and then Shifley smacked him. But he was like leaning and Sundin braced himself. A city Sandin <laughs> Sundin braced everybody. himself. And Shifley just ran into him. That had yeah. nothing to do with anything dirty. And this whole fucking dirty thing, let me tell you something. This is a reporter trying to get, you know, Paul Maurice to go off and say something bad about the Leafs. And Paul Maurice is just like, what? Yeah. I never said that. Yeah. And wasn't he a coach there at some point? Who's that? Maurice. Didn't he ever coach there? The Leafs? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought he did. Yeah. Huh. What? So what so, all? I dude, I missed all that. What all happened with that? With, with all that shit, the whole like dirty stuff. It was just a reporter trying to get a reaction out of uh, uh, Paul Maurice, and and you know what I mean. Start something up, and then he gets to write about it, and then people are yeah. gonna look. Oh, Toronto's a dirty team. I just heard Ray Ferraro say, if I was to name the top fifteen dirty teams, I still wouldn't touch the Leafs. Mm-mm. You know, so this is just a reporter fucking stirring shit up, whatever. What and, and, and you know what? Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Everybody's yeah. talking about it now. Yeah. Because yeah. Toronto's showing you that, like, I, hands down, I give Kyle Dubas the most credit right now for the guys he went out and got this year. Because now you have at least five guys that will not be pushed around the ice yeah. Bogosian, Simmons, Joe Thornton. Um, uh, Felino and uh, who was the other one? Like, look, look at even even uh, Matthews. Matthews not getting pushed around. It's almost like they're playing their playoff hockey right now. That game they played on Saturday was the best game I've seen them play all year. They should play like that from here on out now, though. But you know what's awesome about it? What's awesome about it, Ant, is that Toronto. When they picked up Joe Thornton, Joe Thornton's going to run through a wall for you. Yeah. And they're all buying into it now after he got that fine, scores the goal. You know what I mean? This guy's fourth line guy. He's going to play eight to 10 minutes. And I, I just love it. I love it. This, he plays eight to 10 minutes. He'll be able to play every other night in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Speaking of that with this whole hit thing, that whole like video thing there that I have up. So this one guy wrote on it, like somewhere along the lines, like he was trying to like chirp me about like, Oh, learn to play hockey or it's a clean hit or da da da. And I said to him, I said, I played hockey my whole life, bud. That's what I said to him. Right. And he's like, Oh, well, da da da. He said something about, Oh, you're just trying to get everybody. I don't know. I'm not sure what he said to be honest. Cause I was laughing so hard at him. But then he was like, and I said to him, but here you are talking about it on our page just like i wanted you to do and all he typed yeah. back was lol i was like yeah exactly i got you fucker <laughs> you real gin sucker yeah and he's like all right fair enough so hopefully if you're like listening gotcha <laughs> yeah um take your shit back to the pond bro <laughs> Fuck, it was just funny, though, man. It was a funny exchange. He thought we were going to fucking argue with each other, and I just wanted to get him talking on our page. Well, there's all got all kinds of people out there that, that you know what they mean? That's what they want to do. They yeah. want to throw Whatever, that shit man. up. I'm down. Oh, oh yeah, so, it's fun. I love it. So 
the Wings game the other night. They're playing Dallas. Jonathan Bernier, there was a point in time in the game that the Wings were being outshot 38 to 4. Okay. They're being outshot 38 to 4. Rob, they were up 1 nothing. Okay. And those shots were 38 to 4 when it was going in, into the third period. So Jonathan Bernier made 50 saves. He made 50 saves that night. They lost in overtime. I wanted to fucking throw up for that guy because he absolutely stood on his head, played an amazing game, and lost in overtime. And, like, the goal that they got was late. But, mind you, Jamie Benn went, like, sorry, he went, like, right under the crossbar. Yeah, like, that, was a, that was a nice goal. Like, bar down, bar down, like, down snipe. Like, you can't really do anything yeah. about that, but, like, still – I wanted to puke because <laughs> it was. But like, he got to walk in from the hash marks. There was nobody oh, even. Well, it was a odd, odd man rush, man. It was a fuck. Yeah. So they they got caught and Ben made him pay, but yeah, but I just I wanted to throw up just because like he played so fucking good, made so many. I bet you every guy teams. on that team wanted to. Yeah, and have in mind now the Wings are also playing without Larkin, Nielsen, Bertuzzi. Fucking Bobby Ryan, all of them are all they're all done. <laughs> so a lot of like firepower out of out of their like lineup, even though they might not have a lot right now, but still that's a lot of guys out that they need in the lineup. So hey, uh to, to just go back for Toronto for a minute, how about uh Edlers, Edlers, however you say it. Oh, Edlers, uh, out for done, the year, done for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. You think that's fucking karma for that knee on knee with uh Well, he's out, he's, he's out for the rest of the regular season, but he's expected yeah. to be back for the playoffs. But and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's a bit of karma, yeah. 100%. Fuck you. 100% that is. That, that was a dirty fucking hit. Dirtiest fucking hit that you could do in hockey. That other than the slew foot. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Brad, like, Marshan fucking slew foot so that he does to everybody. Yeah, that's another oh, – fuck. You should get. You should be able to two-hand somebody over top of the head for that. That's a scumbag move, if you ask me. It is. It While is. we're on the topic of the Leafs, then, um, Freddie Anderson, too, they, they're saying should be back before the playoffs. So that's kind of good because then he's going to get a – you know, he'll get a few – Probably, hopefully he'll get, like, five or six games in before the whole, like – playoff push starts because I imagine he's going to be the starter, right? He's been out for five weeks now with a knee injury. Yeah. So how how do you feel about him like coming back into the lineup? Well, I got to say to some of these Leaf fans, go fuck yourself. And I mean that with no offense. Uh, you know, they're, they're shitting on Campbell. He, he's what? 13 and three or two i think and so yeah as soon as yeah. soon as he goes into this slump gets pulled from the game oh yeah can't wait for freddie meanwhile all these same fucking pigeons are saying the same thing with oh fucking good thing we got campbell and riddick campbell and riddick you know they yeah. come out you know and you're gonna have jack on you especially uh big save dave yeah. you know uh and then the next thing you know the all the lead, all the fans are shitting on him now. You know, like it's like you got they're so fucking up and down, right? Fair weather fans. That's yeah. all they are. 
the real Leaf fans, they stick to their guys, you know, like I, and I've said it and I'll admit it that I don't think Anderson will win you a Stanley Cup. I don't think that Jack Campbell is going to win you a Stanley Cup, but maybe the two of them together will. Yeah. Uh, maybe. You know, that's all I got to say maybe. about that. And listen, and that just proves that those Leaf fans that you're saying, right? That's just yep. proves that you guys, you have the best team arguably in the fucking league right now. You have the best team in the league and you're still bitching. Yeah, never satisfied. What the never fuck satisfied. else do you want? <laughs> right. Well, just give him the cup. Like, you want me to give you a fucking a little handy too, oh, yeah. or what? Like, holy fuck! Couple handies under the yeah. table. You have Giddy the up. best. You have the best team in in the league, and you're going to make an absolute run at the cup right now. So quit your bitching and enjoy it. Fuck sakes. Agreed. Agreed. Giant and that's man. said by a Red Wing fan. Woo. Yeah. No, but you know what? I'm honest, and I give credit where credit is due. And the Leafs are a fucking wagon right now. You know what I mean? And fans are still bitching. So go fucking watch another sport then. Yeah. Fuck. You know, like in, in all honesty, I, I said to you, I don't know if it was off or on this podcast. I said, you know, he's, I said, let him lose two, two, three games in a row. Well, you know what? Sheldon Keith pulled a plug on him after two. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, they they got okay, like, and now you start on. Riddick when when he had time off that he could have came back. And you know what? I, I honestly think you take confidence from him. And then yeah. that's why I think that all the, the Maple Leafs players, forwards, defense, all stepped up and started showing Jack Campbell some love. Mm -hmm. oh, we'll and see. came out and played the best game of their lives mm -hmm. or th their team. And, and Jack Campbell played a hell of a game. Mm -hmm. Well, let's see if they make a big push for the cup here. We're going to find out. Like soon, too. Real soon. Speaking of the cup, Tampa Bay got their cup rings. Whew. Do you see those things? I did. It has 557 diamonds. 81. What? How do you say that? Sapphires? Is that how you say that? Sapphires, yeah. Yeah. So yep. it's got 81 of those. It's set in 14 karat gold. They figure each ring is between twenty and twenty-five thousand dollars for each ring. Wow! <laughs> you Suck see how big they are, bro. Oh, dude, the Stanley Cup turns on them. Did you see that shit? But what does I it didn't say? See that is it, part of it. You didn't see that? I just seen him opening up the box, like a jewelry box kind of yeah. thing, and it's sitting in the middle. It's got a mirror in the background. It's got lights like fucking this? pointing on, like. It, yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. insane, dude. But yeah, if you, the one guy had it and he grabbed the cup on the front of it and he, he fucking turned it and it said That's something sad. and it said something underneath the cup. So I don't know if it had like nicknames or something or whatever. Or, or their names, yeah. Underneath yeah. the cup. That's, That's sweet. It was. Bro, if I put that hand. ring on my hand, if I put it on my right hand right now, I wouldn't be able to lift it up past my shoulder. It's insane, man. It's a beautiful <laughs> ring. So congrats to them, man. Those are sick. Um, while we're in Florida, Keith Yandel has played, he's what he's, what has he played like 915 in a row or something like that? Yeah. And like yeah. Marlowe isn't, isn't far behind. He's at 900 and you said Kessel's at like 891 or something like that. Yeah. What's the highest? Like it's... Was it 964 you said? Uh, Doug Jarvis at 964. Yeah. Wow. Like, 
964 games. So, so uh, the last That's so like eight years this solid, this start Keith Yandel streak started in 2008 2009, mm-hmm. and he hasn't missed a game since. That's fucked up, man. We're in 2021. I know it's nuts. <laughs> and if my math serves me correctly, that's a lot. Yeah. Is that good? Is that good? <laughs> well, my math's so good. Four out of three are very good in math. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, Patrick Marlowe, uh, Gary Un- Unger at 2014, who Keith Yandro just passed. Patrick yeah. Marlowe is at nine. Nine. He was at nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred. And Kessel's at uh, eight ninety one. It's insane, dude. That's impressive. It is though. insane. It's impressive, especially you know, like you got to admit these guys are great hockey players. There's just no doubt. Like, yeah. Let alone most NHL players don't get to play nine hundred fifteen games. He's played them consecutively. I know. It's fuck, dude. But think before that, he's also played. He's played another seven hundred and change prior to that, right? Right, because he's at right. what sixteen hundred something games. I don't know what his exact total I think is. It's almost you're the host. 70, you should have that. It's almost seventeen hundred. The record was like sixteen eighty seven. Insane. Yeah, yeah. What? So, now yeah, it's seventeen. Was it seventeen sixty four? We talked about this last the yeah. last podcast or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it, well, yeah. we we hundred percent talked about it last episode. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that was not good for him. He's, he's number number mm. two number two in the uh, NHL now. I wonder when he's going to retire. No, he's no Marlowe's number one now in the NHL for games played. No, I meant I meant uh, consecutive. Oh yes, yes. Um, when do you think he'll retire? Uh, the first time he's a healthy scratch. Think so? <laughs> no, <laughs> he loves that game way too fucking much. Oh, I know, I know he does. And he's a beaut. His oh. socks are incredible. Speaking of uh, of retiring, so Andrew Shaw retired ten years in the NHL. He won two cups. Won those in Chicago. He had a real good run up in the league there what do you uh what do you think of andrew shaw it, it, it's sorry to, sorry to see him retire like i th- he's a great he's a defenseman right no he's a he's a forward but he had to retire because of conkies he like, fought a lot right yeah. right 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 I, yeah. I was just thinking about him playing in montreal and for some reason i just thought that he yeah yeah so <laughs> Yeah, the, what can you do? Concussions ended your career. Yeah, that sucks. It does suck, suck. man. Because he How was one of those guys. I think he had two. He two. was, uh, yeah, he sucks though because he's one of those heart and soul guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Like one of those guys that grinded it out in the corners. He fought. He scored. Did little, little bit of everything. So those right. guys now are like I've said on here before, and I'll say it again. Those guys are few and far between nowadays. So. They're, they're slowly fading. It's a dying breed, shall I say. But it is. Uh, you had something on Zdeno Chara. Oh, yeah. He uh, he got his um, 1,600 uh, per game. game. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've seen that. That's crazy. And as a defenseman, he's number 
five at 1600 only to be surpassed by Ray Bork, Larry Murphy, Scott Stevens, mm-hmm. and Chris Chalios at wow. 1,651. If Chara plays one more year, he could be the number yeah. one. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it's crazy how that's a how lot those... of rec- records being broke next no year. No shit. Well, you got to figure too. Ovi's knocking on the go- on the goal one within yeah. the next couple of years. Like he has another. I don't think he, I don't think he gets it. I, I don't think you, he gets it. I think he does. I Case think... of beer. <laughs> Fuck. Here Case we go of Yeah. Here. Hey, here. Here we go again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I, a fucking gambling degenerate of this yeah, podcast. I just. I just. Fucking, I think he gets it, man. He's Because I think he's got at least another four to five solid years in him to where he's getting at least 30. At least. We'll see. And he's not that far out. Um, I don't think he Gretzky thinks he's got a shot. Well, he has a shot. It doesn't matter if that's the record he wants to break or he wants to enjoy his life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, it don't matter. He'll be as soon as he's done. He'll be going right back to Russia. See ya. Would you say that's another four years of grinding it out? Yeah, he'll he'll do it, dude. That guy is a machine. He is a, he is a farm animal for sure. <laughs> he is a machine. That guy. Yeah. And yeah, look look at him now. Man. He still doesn't really show any signs of slowing down. No, his hair does though. Well, yeah, he's got fucking silver fox. He's got more gray hair than a 60-year-old. Holy shit, Ovi. But you know what, though? He's But he has more hair than I do. (laughs) And speaking of gambling degenerates, you'll hear that in this uh, next upcoming interview. Yes, which, by the way, we're about to flip it over to him. So we had Darren McCarty in with us again. I felt like... From the first time he was on with us, like we barely scratched the surface with him. So we brought him on. We talked about, uh, seriously, we talked about fucking everything. <laughs> Literally everything. So hopefully you guys enjoy it as much as we did. And uh, we'll talk to you guys after the interview. So here we go. Round two with our boy, Darren McCarty. Roll it. And well, Rob, back for round two, we have our boy, four-time Stanley Cup champion, Essex County's own Mr. Darren McCarty. DMAC, what's There's going on? There's in there, toolbox. I know. I, forgot, and I, don't I was thinking it, too. I was thinking it, too. I don't want to disappoint any of the homies across the pond and, uh, who's all locked up in Marshall Punishment. Leamington's so own. I waited. Leamington's hey, own. listen. I waited to crack the first one. I just got back from doing the the three to five show and uh, doing a virtual thing. So anytime I get to talk to you guys, but I want to make sure like if last time you said, how many blunts did I smoke? Well, I'm oh, just going to go on a tangent I here. I love it. Now, I guess, what? Guess, what? I can... guess what, brah? <laughs> ho, ho. Oh, come on. You're Who's got me. his own fucking eights? Oh, check Come it out. Oh, it's the black eye strain along with the roll on and the You're you're a big guy right home. now, right? And and even better. Of course, I'm from Leamington. What do you fucking expect? <laughs> fucking tomatoes and weed. Let's go. What do you got fucking going on now, man? Like I see you everywhere now. I got everything. Where where do you want me to start? But the whole thing, hey, DarrenMcCarty.com. Right, we're talking about gear, merch, whatever, grind right. time. But the the my CBD roll on, which is e-commerce, which you can order order today to get it over there. It's the it's a, I created it. 
and you know, took us two years to make it. It's my hippie blend. It's Madagascar vanilla by Petulia by lavender. So it's got a, it's got a great scent to it. But if you want to get into where, where the aches and pains and stuff, it's good for cramps, good for foot fungus, good for fucking everything. So the between that and I know I talked about it before, but the CBD roll on so four twenties tomorrow. Not to tell anybody that but that's another one of my birthdays so i know we're gonna I just think I what about you asked me what I, so so my i made a commitment my day gig i guess you could say which you know you got to take it in stride this is me talking yeah. and don't this doesn't mean reality this mm -hmm. means they're me doing a monday to friday i got a three to five woodward sports network blowing up the the hook show with Pilar lastra and uh, Tom Mazaway. So that's my, so that's sort of been my commitment. And then doing everything still with the wings and the promotions and stuff, getting the comedy tour. Like over here, um, it's, a it's a lot different than it is over there. Oh, All right. So I'm happy to hear that the, the common sense of being Canadian and about the pub mental health and, mm -hmm. and about the parks and the outdoors and, um, and stuff like like that that you understand that like I said we're meek as Canadians meaning you tell us the reason and we'll see it so hopefully this works this helps but things are a little, little different uh, over here obviously with the vaccines being more uh, available mm -hmm. I know I know because over there my cousin Chad who's like my brother or whatever but his appointment is not till like July or whatever where I can. I've gotten my vaccines, you know, downtown and they're more available over here and stuff like that, depending on what you want to do. So yeah. whatever it is, I, I have empathy for everybody over there, especially you all, you Leaf fans, you have to be <laughs> stuck in your house and watch the, the trauma that's going to come up. But hey, all I got to say about that is I hope Nick Foligno brings back his old man's bucket. I'd sign that petition. Fuck yeah. So excited. So excited, bro. And, and That's you know what it's what? all about. That might be, and listen, it's all little things to get you over the head. That might be the culture shock that you guys need because I think I read something today. It's 19,176 days since you guys won the cup. That's a long time. <laughs> this is the last team photo of when they won it right next yeah. to them there. Right here. 67, 66, 67. Are you allowed to have that up because you weren't even born? <laughs> by two years I didn't say but we're not playing freaking I was saying but the the point was you weren't born but by how many years guys by night you when still I was still born oh you were born were by two years I was born and you remember that oh fuck no I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday so that's <laughs> what I'm talking about but, but you I, still love the team Darren I get it, bro. I'm busting your shit, bro. Do you not forget that I'm a Lions fan? I'm very so sensitive on leash. So is he. Rob's you a Lions to fan, be. too. That's where we all agree. We're all Lions fans. But, but again, right? So whether we're talking and and whether we're talking, and it's just because I'm a Wings guy and I got the cups, I got to be like this. Because if I wasn't, because I know that if you were Toronto guys and you had the four, I'd be eating the shit right now, too. Right, so no, um, I'm not that guy, Darren. I'm not that guy. Not your mouth. You're that Toronto sensitive fan. 
You're a liar. No, but it's healthy because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You got the culture right. You know what? Let's talk Leafs for a minute because last night that Hyman knee on knee without Adler was like, that stuff's awful, you know, which goes to the accountability of the game and stuff. But, you know, if he's done, that hurts a lot moving forward because he's sort of like the switchblade. It's huge. So let me ask you this, Darren. Did you ever knee on knee anybody purposely? Oh, not never. You'd never do it purposely, but sometimes you do get like you're going for the hit with yeah. the shoulder, and and it, it's sort of a reaction, not like that where. But he's yeah, gonna walk like it's not, and I've been hit that way too, right? But there's a difference. There's a difference because it's sort of like a reaction, but like a guy when I played like a, a Brian Marchman who would yeah. be known. For sticking out, Adler's not known, but if you watch the play, it's he's beat, and it's just one of those man. You can't do that, you know. It's like hitting from behind. It's just a certain ball, but it's more of a reaction than it is, right? Right. That you're gonna gonna miss it. Hit from behind. What? You're you're gonna miss the hit because he was gonna go around him. Absolutely. And he stuck the knee out. Like Brian Marchman, he would just throw it out there just to throw it out there. Oh, that was crazy. That right? Guy. So Hyman's going to walk around Edler, and, and he throws that knee out. But now back in your day, you're coming off the bench, and you're beating the shit out of him. Oh, dude, there's not. And not dude, one thing happened, happened to the him. The guy goes down, whoever's closest to him. Listen, whoever's closest to him, and it's Edler, grabs him. And because it's Adler, that's when you get the scrum where guys put, like, I'm going to get my shots in on him, but I can't drop yeah. my gloves with him, mm-hmm. right? But but Drapes can grab him, and we can get him in a scrum, and I can punch him, like, six times and, like, <laughs> manhandle him and yell at him the whole time and stuff oh, like that. Sure. But, you know, or there's, you know, like, somebody should hold the accountability, even though, but he's going to get, Here's the difference, right? He's going to get one of these for being – he's going to get that punch in the head like we got when we were kids, like, for being stupid. Right. Right? Like, it, like, and it wasn't malicious to whatever the injury – like, it's more of a reaction that it, that it happens. It's not as malicious as a hit from behind where those things are more – I don't know. Yeah, to me, it seems like you have more time to think. Yeah. There, as a D, reaction, getting beat. But again, here's the thing, right? Where the speed of the game and where they change the rules where you can't hold a guy, like in the old days where you're going to go instead of, like, I'm going to go up to make that hit, but I'm going to wrap him. I'm not going to get a penalty for it, but he's not going around me. So now you can't touch the guy. So there's a lot of different little intricacies. It's just unfortunate. I don't, you know, I played against Alex. He's not that type of person. He's a competitor guy. It's just unfortunate, but you got to be accountable for your actions. So it should be a suspension because that's it is. like it two is. Games. Okay. You got, yeah, two, you got games. two games. Okay. And, and you know what? Do you see where it's like crime time? You know, you want like somebody to be accountable right there to a scrum and whatever, but it's one of those hockey plays, mm-hmm. not a like a premeditated. It, yeah. it, it's amazing that it doesn't happen as often the way that they 
ref the game these days, if that makes sense, right? That's the, so in the clutching and grabbing era, you don't see that as much unless it's a marchment because guys are defending differently mm -hmm. or right. approaching that, right? So exactly. it's just an unfortunate play. But again, here, dude, the, uh, this plays into it. Vancouver not playing for so long and guys being on edge and you know what I'm saying? So that the COVID, as far as the team not playing and coming back, because guys are hungry, right? Mm -hmm. They got, they know they got to yeah. win games and make up games and this and stuff like that. So, to me, it all plays into it. It's just unfortunate, and I hope in the long run, for your sake, that they haven't. Have they said how long Hyman's out for? Was it an ACL or did they Two know? Weeks. MCL. Okay, MCL. so dude, do you know how lucky he is? No, I don't. No, 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 because that's the type of injury that you're going to Steve Eisman need reconstructive surgery and all that, that stuff for whatever. So the fact that it's the MCL and that can be, you know, they, they can scope those and fix that so good. Like that's the blessing in it all. And that's why, and that's the whole, if you want to explain situations between the Claude Lemieux, Chris Draper, March, you know, uh, back to the Colorado series the year before March 26 of why that played out. This is one of these hockey things that could have, I would have liked to see somebody, Slap him up a little bit. He got his two games. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Don't be right. stupid. And I would have been okay with that, Darren, if if he would have got his head beat in. But he didn't get his head beat in. Nobody even touched him. That's so what I'm saying. Let's say this. If you want to do shit like that, what about, let's say, you're out as long as he's out? Yeah, I got no problem with it, bro. Not, not, but now we're talking about be accountability. To right. To so, things. So now and you're and what bothers me is, what bothers me, Robbie, is what thing that you said. Because if here's the thing, and it didn't matter who it was, somebody uh, uh, like here's the thing: your smallest guy, your weak, whoever's there, all he has to do is get in his face while everybody else comes to the right. But nobody makes that, so there's yeah. no accountability. Right? You know what I mean? That to me, that doesn't, and that's why I bust your shit about about the culture about the Toronto. Because I don't care other cultures. You watch, if that happened in a Calgary and you say what dysfunctional it is, you know, Edmonton, you know, different teams, a Tampa Bay, uh, Washington, yeah, Boston, that shit don't go on. Somebody's yeah. doing something right away because, and that's to me what I'm talking about as you, you got to, when they're, when Toronto feels like that, right? Like that. And you know, when they felt like that, 93. When they yeah. lost to freaking or ninety two, when they lost or ninety one, whatever, when they lost mm -hmm. to LA, two, right? That that was the team with Dougie and Killer Frazier. Fuck you, Kerry. That Fuck was ninety three because the okay, but but you know what I'm saying? The yeah, attitude of that I team, do. right? The attitude. Everybody to answer to, right? They had you had everybody to answer. There were so many tough and... guys on it. Now Nick Felino. But here's in. the thing: it's not about that. Is the count the accountability to each other? I don't see the accountability to each other there on is, that team because it's Hyman, Darren, Zach Hyman is the toughest on that guy, on that team next to uh, Simmons. Not, right, and it's not about tough; it's about team tough. Right, it's about Get accountability. Him. March twenty sixth wasn't about beating up; it was about all of us being in together. That's why the proverbial at the end of the game, and I scored the overtime, but we won. 
So we, you know, how many times I talk about that, but if that's where the proverbial, it's going to be all right. Don't know what it means. It's going to be all right. You're waiting for that feeling. I'm waiting for that feeling for Toronto. I'm waiting for that yeah. feeling for the Lions. Me too. We're closer to now to the Lions because why? Because we got an alpha fuck positive fucking kneecap biter. I love it. That will follow men. And I'm not saying that, but that's where your leadership, that's where As you're, a team. right? And I don't, that's, if you want to give me a knock on Austin Matthews or you want to give me a knock on, on the struct of Mitch Marlins, it's the lead, it's the alpha leadership. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can't force a guy because Austin Matthews, if you get a guy in there and maybe that's why Felino is the perfect guy, right? I think he could be, that, think be a and that's why. What? Yeah. I think he would be a great captain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't matter to that. It's you watch, right, the accountability. Because, honestly, that's this conversation, if they're going to do anything, he would be having with this team because that's what he can bring. Coaches out and anybody touches any of our players, we're all in. Yeah, you should be. Fuck. Right? But like you said, Toronto hasn't been that like that for years. But isn't it sad, bro? Because we're, we grew up in Essex County, and it goes without saying, we we learned that at a young age. So we at carried that. We, but we carried that to wherever we went, whether we played in the county or we didn't play in the county, but it was all for one-on-one for all. I mean, since day one, baseball, hockey, whatever. Like it's Aaron, messy. even in your house leagues, you did that in this county. Even Absolutely. in your house leagues, you did. That's somebody what hurt I'm somebody. You're, you're, going. Menta- you're going. Yeah, hundred percent. Line brawls. That's the way we were raised, man. That's the way we were raised. So that's the yeah. whole accountability. And it's not about being anybody up. It's being accountable to your brother beside you, right? Yeah. It's going. It's it's it's. It's squaring off with your boy. There's five of you and 15 of them, and it don't matter because they don't know what they're in for. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bush party back in the day. Freaking freedom fast. All that shit, right? Holy yeah, shit. you trust fest. Whatever, corn fest, tomato fest, whatever. You know, like all that stuff, right? You always had you always had somebody coming into, into town thinking that they were tough. Well, guess what? Not till they ran Absolutely. into my crew. Uh-huh. Right. So, I mean, and that's just growing up. Mm-hmm. That's growing up. That's high school. That's, you know, like the fights at the tracks. That's just accountability to your peers. And, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, in a that's sort of life. And in the long, so our, so my thing is our mentality is that we're trained like this, right? Yes. We're, this is in our blood. This is what's yep. missing in this new age. So when you find it, that's what you're trying to get them to understand. And a lot of it is because they don't know what they're missing because no one's ever told them or taught them why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's not. Totally like, agree. I totally yeah. agree. 100%. I do 100%. Like, like, like you said, come into my bar. Don't be a dick. You'll have a great time. Start fucking around with us. You're going to fucking, we're, we're calling ambulances. You'll never get, you'll never get. To me, be in my bar, you fuck around, and it's the same thing in my presence. In my presence, right? I'll never know because you will never get to me because of the people I surround myself with. Now, as reverse back in the day, because it's you attract, well, if you're hanging out with suspect people, then suspect shit happens. 
shit don't happen because it's accountability. Like okay. I tell you before, I'm not here to argue. I'm here for what you mean by that. I do not care what anybody does. It's your freaking right as a human being to do whatever you want. But if I'm not doing it, don't do it around me. Double right. fuck off. Right. Because we're going to have problems. And, I'm, and I ain't talking about it because I tell everybody that I need every podcast that I do. This is the way it is. So if you have questions, come on over. Let's have a good time. Let's yuck it up. Let's figure out how the Leafs and the Lions are going to win. <laughs> right? You know, all this stuff that we care about. But again. I love it. I love but, it. Right. But again, it. we're also too. Look at We're also too at different, all in different points of our lives. But the thing is, is that who we are, and that's the Essex County Flight Club. It's the thing, like you said there, Robbie, the biggest, most poignant thing. We learned this playing hot house league hockey. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's what I'm saying is that, but you see how, and you can tell the kids that grew up playing house league or whatever, because it's second nature. It doesn't matter. You know, I'll give you an example. Sam Gagne is not known for fighting or anything like that. Something happened in a wings game. Boom. He was right there and he's fighting right. a guy. What I, it's not about, I don't want Sam Gagne fighting, but it's about the purpose where he realizes, you know, we're not, Those you're not going to treat us like that. Those are my boys. Yeah, I get it. I totally the game, get it, Darren. The game's changed. So, so it'll be an interesting watch because I hope, because think about it. You know, we don't know. We know glimpses of what a, what the league does with a great Toronto team. But imagine a dominant Toronto team or a team that's like wins the cup or something. It can only be great for everybody. And I, I'm saying that because I'll have to hear about whatever. But, dude, congratulations. You yeah. finally got one. Come and talk to me when you get three, because then maybe I'll be impressed. Okay, and that, and that's great. And you and you're a fantastic hockey player, and you won all them cups, and I love it, and blah blah blah. Fucking here we go, Darren. Right. <laughs> let, let let me ask you this, Darren. If 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 Toronto won the cup, do you not think that would be the greatest thing in fifty five years? You For know, for I mean? hockey. Yeah. In hockey, well, yeah, in the hockey world, because no Canadian teams won since right. friggin' ninety since, since Montreal, Montreal, yeah, and because of the record and because of whatever else, right. yeah, it'll be the biggest story until the Lions win the Super Bowl. Then you're screwed because you've won before. These guys never have. And I don't and know, I don't know how to feel about that because bigger. I've been a fan of. So both you know of what? You'll get to celebrate both. Unfortunately, I got a bat with my cousin Chad again, the Leafs fan. And I think the Lions are going to win it before the Leafs do. But I hope really? I'm wrong. For uh, your sake, hundred bucks. For, for your sake, Rob, it. because you know what? You stroke so well. I know. I know. I do. <laughs> Enjoy, Darren. You've been Enjoy. told that. You've been told <laughs> that. But I have a hundred bucks that the Leafs win the cup before the Lions win the Super Bowl. I bet. <laughs> sorry, bet. Bet. Bet, dude. I already won two hundred on fucking. Winning the I'll, Wings Cup. Off hey, my I'll, cousin. I'll talk to you right after this year because the wing, the Leafs are wearing, we're winning the cup. You want to double down on that? <laughs> put your money where your mouth is on that bet? I'll even give you fucking – I'll give you 10 to 1 odds on 100 on that one. Okay, I'll take that. All right, you got it. You get a grand <laughs> off me. You want – uh, 
Canadian or American are we doing this in? Well, fuck American, gotta, obviously. I'm well, I don't know. Canadian. Hey, I don't know how it works over there. I, I'm going to give you I mean, Canadian. By the, hey, by the time that happens, the fucking <laughs> probably sending me Bitcoin. <laughs> I even know what that is. Oh, I'm that's fucking so old. And I don't even know what that is. Darren, oh, I'm 52. What are you, 35? 49. I just looked 35. Appreciate it. I know. I know. You're going <laughs> to yeah. have that mohawk. <laughs> Absolutely. How you're so there's, man, there's so much shit I want to ask you. First of all, we'll go um, Woodward there. Like, you, what, yeah, a setup, what a setup. Yeah, it's coming along. Obviously, uh, everything slowly, slowly but surely. But yeah, that goes to the man himself, uh, the Jerry Jones of the. Uh, of the hairstyling industry, Mr. Chad Johnson, who, what a, you know, guy who's got 168 Lady Janes. He owns all of them across the States and stuff. And, and, and I think they're in 23 different States, but um, it's his vision. It's sort of his bucket list, but you know, somebody it's always, who do you want to be like, who do you like, you know, successful and see what they do to get there. So you, you need to surround yourselves, you know, with people that, also are good at what you're not good in, but it's also, it's also too, it's like building the team, cogging the wheel. So mm -hmm. I made that commitment to the afternoon, the hook. I do it with Pilar Lastra, who's a former dealer, no deal, playboy, playmate, um, who's won a fantasy football F1 uh, race, and she's a race car driver herself. She's incredible. Jeez. Incredible individual. And then Tom Mazaway, who's Detroit's dad, who's the history uh encyclopedia and, and uh yeah it's 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 something that we're building uh, just like anything else um trying to find your way trying to find your voice but i like to you know for me is it is it when it's uh, when it's a regis and kathy lee on like steroids that's what i like because i like you know obviously the talking sports and stuff is great but i also yeah. like the interaction and then pilar as pilar said it's about the compassion mm -hmm. um for people and uh you know everybody who's got a, an opportunity to have a voice um should you know speak out because you never know who's listening or or who you could uh, affect positively in this world so mm -hmm. i thank chad it's just given me an opportunity it's given me an opportunity you know uh to shoot grind time out of there which you know we're always evolving and and sort of learning process as we go, but we get, we're in the middle of putting, the, you know, we got green screen and putting different things into, to up the production and stuff, but it, it's been exciting and um, it's been fun to be a part of. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just, uh, what it does is just messes up my, uh, my golf schedule. I just got to play a lot earlier these, these days. Oh, oh, some of those. Oh man. How's your game? Oh, yeah. where, where are you at? Golfing. Uh, I, I'm like an eight. Handicap. I played three times already this year, and one one better than an eight, and two worse than an eight. So, but about average, about eight. You're way okay. better than me, bro. I gotta ask you a question. <laughs> Do you ever fuck up your shoulder? Yeah, dude. I got dropped. Uh, look at I got a ledge here, yeah. right? The my right arm's longer than my left. Sean Cronin dropped me on my arm with my arm behind my back behind the net. Joe Louis Arena, my rookie year, and it never got back. Oh. So I, I pulled the door at work and something fucking snaps or whatever. And I end up getting fluid on my shoulder where I can't lift my arm 
off my shoulder. Like I don't that know. That sucks. You need some Darren McCarty brand CBD. Well, I got, I got, so, so we have a friend that does this. I want to say it's, um, it's, it's CBD, but it's a, it's a rub and it's, I want to say it has that biofreeze in it. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? Like it helps. Any, anything that helps, obviously listen, but we can, we can turn this into a friggin' uh, uh, <laughs> cannabis education class if you want, but the whole thing is you're allowing the cannabinoids um, to interact inside your body and you're letting your body, you know, cause the one thing with the CBD and stuff is, is the cannabinoids because you have an endocannabinoid system, anything with a spine does knows where you're hurting and knows where the medicine needs to go. So your response, your responsibility is finding what matches your body and whether how you, whether you use it on a topical, like you said, like a rub, which, which even if it has THC in it, will not get you high because you need a transdermal to break the skin, right? What right. it does is, here's the thing, the THC isn't the devil, it's the doorman. It's how the cannabinoids in the recipe interact because you don't have an idea, but they do. And then when they get in your system, so say the same thing, I might take that biofreeze and it'll have some effect, but certain different things will have more or less and it's finding your honey hole and find your sweet spot. Now that goes to smoking it, to eating it, to however you cooking with it, however it's fine and everybody has their place because, you know, that's one of the things. Pain, appetite, and sleep is the main. So the fact that you have that biofreeze and continue and, and anything with the C's in it, you can't overuse, you know, like, and that they're like, the one thing is if you you know, you overdo, overuse it, you're going to pee it out. I mean, because it's your system and it's not. So that's the whole thing. If you you want to know if you've had a little too much CBD, then if you're going to the bathroom a little bit more than often, mm -hmm. then, then, then you might be full to the rim, but your system will regulate itself. So I'm glad to hear that you're using something, but you do notice, right? Not only with the effects of the biofreeze, because that's, important because it like feels like it's acting but also it's too warm. right it's warm right it's warm it's but warm. but some of us need like that's like with my roll on right the fact it's got the most expensive uh, madagascar vanilla and it's because of the way it reacts and the, and and it's got sort of uh not a heat to it but it's when it reacts like you know it's there right, right? so that's the whole thing it's just because some of us when you don't have a physical reaction or a high or something where you know, you're like, how does this, do I know it's working? Well, you look for the signs, you know, does it feel like somebody, you know, put their arm on it? Does it relieve the pain? Maybe you can move it a little more. What the, the CBD, the best part is, it's like, if I put it on your shoulder and it'll be like, oh, my shoulder's hurting, you rub it on. Then we're talking, I go, how's your shoulder? And you're like, oh, I didn't, oh, I don't know. Like, it's like, it's not like, oh man, my shoulder's feeling, it's just like, how's your shoulder feeling? Oh, 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 yeah, better. You know, like you don't notice, it's one of those things. So it's just allowing your, and then, so the more that you use it, the more your system, right? Like right. it operates, so it's firing. So if mine's going like, pretend my hands are going a bazillion miles an hour right now, like flash, you know, in, in the DC comics, I'm going so fast right now. That's how my system's going. Right. Yours, you can see. My hands are actually moving a bazillion times. That's how fast my yeah. system works. And they look like they're still. 
<laughs> right. They look like they're stealth. No, they're gone. I mean, these things are you're moving. Like, you're like the you're like the bigger version of Sheldon Cooper from fucking uh <laughs> I am when it comes to cannabis. He's the uh you know what the Big Bang Theory? He's about yeah. outer space. Dude, you I, are I'm the about, Big Bang Theory. I'm about this plant. Absolutely. And you know what? The that's the brilliance that I love. Please educate me on things that I don't know, but do not try to tell me things that you do not know about this plant because I surround myself with a lot of people that are smarter than me that tell me, you know, and I can tell exactly where I heard everything from because one thing that I'm good at is retaining things I'm interested in. Well, I, you know what? Something. You know what they say, Darren? You put on a pair of glasses, you look smarter. <laughs> What happened to you, Robbie? <laughs> that's funny, dude. That's crazy. You could use how the glasses you know that you can see out of though, because if we can't see you, then it takes away from the whole effect. I couldn't see the screen, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just crazy how you know all that. You just took all that in as like, well, because I live it, Tony. I mean, I live this plant because the plant saved my life, and it gets to the point is that if I'm going to take it you know to, to really understand is that when people see or they talk about you know about I, this isn't I don't I'm not a celebrity with a brand or whatever I live this plant this plant I I am as loyal to as I am to the winged wheel and and even the flame when I played for it, you know so it's because of what it's given what's that saved your life Save my, save my life, right? And I'm not the only one, but I know that my platform allows me to speak louder for the people that have been speaking loud, that have known this and whatever. So don't get it twisted. I'm using that goal. The one time I beat one guy one-on-one -on -one that they play every year because it's a Stanley Cup Kalinchy goal and those four cups for whatever. So the kid from Leamington, all that hockey stuff's great, right? But... You tell me how many people I'm gonna I'm gonna help through this plant because of either giving them education, giving them whatever uh, the opportunity, the option to know that they have the option because it's not whether you do or you don't. It's to know it's whether you know you have the option. What you have a different that's where it is. I like I said, some people I got people I love very dearly that won't use the plant and want to keep doing things the old way and wonder why things don't change. And I'm not going to beat myself on the head. I can only offer the knowledge to hopefully one day, one day that they'll be, what do you mean by that? So I'm going to lead by, I'm just going to try to lead by example. But the one thing you know about me, bro, is that if I'm going to tell you once, I'm going to show you twice, right, wrong, good, bad, or indifferent. Again, that goes back to house league. Yeah. Of course. So I, I I got a question for you, Darren. So um, you you're, you're hooking back up with Grinder. Now, are you gonna bring out the hockey hair? Or are you gonna bring out a fucking uh, mohawk? Because you know what, a I'm gonna mohawk it up, bro. I got. What do you think? I've been growing this thing out. Holy! I've been growing this thing out like. Bring yeah, back the hockey hair. We're gonna, we're gonna rip it up. It's supposed to be like. <laughs> We're going to color it up. We're going to have some braids in it. We'll look like Murderhawk Monster Lance Archer. It'll be good. I'll put on my big Gene Simmons kiss boots. We'll be rocking. Rock it out. Yeah, We're coming. Out. Hopefully you do it. a fucking tour over here because we'll come see it. 
I know. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. When uh, things open, there's a lot of lot of things gotta we gotta all catch up on. And bro, we gotta play. We'll figure golf. it out. We gotta play some golf. Golf, but, but, but in all reality, okay. you know, like you, you you can't you can't go with the mohawk. You you should go with the the, the hockey hair. You know what I mean? The straight up fucking totally party up front. All business. Conservative up front, party out back. Sorry, is you that know? your official vote, Rob? Is that your official vote? Or you want me to put it down or are you gonna that's my send official it over, send it over to Anthony and uh <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't want to boo you when you're on stage because you have a mohawk. Because you know what I mean. Anybody over forty wearing a mohawk is just wrong. wrong. Okay. All right. Just that's saying, you know what. That's your. I know you're just saying, but again, you're sitting there with a leaf <laughs> sign over your head, and who's going to take you fucking serious? So you leave it I to the, it. you know, I get it. and, and I don't know about Red you, Wings Anthony, Anthony, but this is how it works in the Red Wing world. The hockey hairs for playing hockey. The rock and roll hairs for doing for, rock and roll. For rock and roll. So out. I don't want to take the hockey hair to the stage because then they might think a uh, fight will break out. But if Rob's in the audience, there might be. If I have a mohawk because he's going to boo me. And, and then gonna... uh, throw something at him. Oh, <laughs> don't make me start fighting. Tomato. Don't make me tomato fight for the good old days. Like I'll bring that. you some if I have to. Fuck. Don't make me I start fighting. What about this? A mohawk with hockey hair out the back. Rob, see, you... there we go, bro. Do you see how we're working it out? Let's figure <laughs> out the compromise. So nobody I likes a mohawk with the hockey hair out the back. But here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've been shit. I've been. I, I've been working on the on the structure of this for so long that it's out of your it's out of my control. It's in Alyssa's control. Listen, it's in Alyssa's control right now, and she's taking a lot of pride in it. So we're coming up. So you can have to bring it up to her. All right, my, per You're my personal stylist, bro. my personal You're Lady Jane stylist. Yeah, and I want to watch her kick your ass, Rob. Oh, she ain't kicking my ass. <laughs> I, I just I just won't go. <laughs> no, no, you want to go because I want to go. Enjoy yeah, her kicking go. your ass, bro. <laughs> I want to go. I seen you when you. All right, I'll wear a hat. Fair enough. Okay. Do you remember, Darren, when you won your first cup? Uh, I, I, I'm almost 100% it was your first cup, and you were playing with. Thank Brian. God I only got a thick 24 years ago, not fucking like 60 like you. <laughs> but go ahead. I get it. I get it. So do you remember when you won your first cup? And I swear, I swear to God, I was at the Sea Cliff and Grinder was playing. No, the hitmen were playing. I was playing with the hitmen. So the hitmen's the local bar from uh my the hitmen hit were there. Oh no, Grinder wasn't together yet then? No, so no, the hitmen, with... the hitmen are responsible for for DMAC doing shit like because i used to get up with them all the time and jam and stuff so that was the uh that was pre uh grinder grinder okay. started the next year after but yeah but you were at the cliff i was at the time. cliff for the first time you won the cup and I, I i don't i don't think the cup was there you were just partying and leamington was just fucking ballistic the cup was at the rink 
I think, because uh, the old rink, it was there. I left it there. While okay, we and then we went back to the cliff, <laughs> and we smashed that fucking place down. I remember you up there singing, and I was Fuck just yeah. like, holy shit. Darren McCarty is the worst singer ever. <laughs> Absolutely, because he's a hockey player. I'm just fucking with you. Just it was awesome. It was awesome, bro. It was the coolest thing. Just because you were from not my hometown, but Essex County. And it was man, I I was in awe. I was in awe. I want to say, fuck, I was probably I, I was a little younger than I am now. <laughs> 20, you were 29 or 30. I didn't want to do the math, but thanks, Rain Man. Yeah, fuck. welcome. Two hundred seventy fucking two toothpicks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Judge Wapner, thank you, Judge Wapner. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, hey, you're on a lot of fucking podcasts, aren't you? Like, how many are you on? Like, I can't keep up with you. Well, I do the Wrestling Perspective podcast with uh, Dimitri Young, Jason Capital Baseball guys, Petey Williams, TNA wrestler, and uh, Lars Fredrickson, lead singer of Rancid. Yeah. Uh, we do that one every, we do that one. That one's on uh fight TV, fire and grind time back up again. I, I'll, I'll jump on with who, you know, it's all time. Like it, like it is, it's building these, you know, the relationships or whatever. A lot of it's just like how, you know, with you guys and stuff like this, how we just bullshit around. And it's, it's because why, because we watch the same shit. We, you know what I mean? We have this, this sort of connection, whether it's, you know, busting each other's balls, but growing up in the same area, it goes back to house league hockey. I don't care how old you are, right? Growing up in Essex County, it's just sort of, and I think it's the appreciation, especially during this COVID. And we were talking before we went on the air about, you know, the fucking police state you guys are in and, uh, you know, but it is what it is, right? So until then, like, we know that, eventually it's going to get better eventually it's going to open up and and my whole thing is okay when it does let's not be sitting there okay now what do we do let's know what we want to do and it's making these connections having these conversations moving on from this and hopefully the next you know next time it will be in person on the golf course or you know like that but if it's on this again and that's the whole thing is circumventing when i say two things i say get educated get medicated and don't tell me what, tell me who, right? This goes, and it doesn't matter persons, places, things, right? It doesn't matter. It's like this. It's, don't tell me. It's it's uh, what Nick will always tell you. Nick's the herder of cats. And what do I mean by that? Because he, he says, what's it like for, you know, being D-Mac's guy? He's just like herding cats. Can't herd cats. That's what I'm saying. So you just go with the flow and you figure out what, you know, when you have, when you're surrounded by people when with your intentions and where you want to go then even though life's hard it is easier because it's at those intentions and you work and you know being canadian being us like you said we're team oriented that's teams first not individual that's why even in house league we know one in all in i mean that's one just the way it is i mean think, think about growing up it's like stuff went down and you'd be more I mean, you'd be more embarrassed. It's not about getting your ass kicked or whatever, but if you didn't get into the scrum, if you didn't get involved, 
You know what I mean? You know, like it's just the mentality. So why can't we talk about that and, and realize that we're a lot more alike than it is what certain differences and try to make in that influence to the world out there. Mm -hmm. So it's that, you know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. I mean, shit's fucked up all over the place, you know, but okay. But I'm just like, so what are you going to do with it? Craig McCarty? My dad always said, you don't like it, do something about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And so I figured out, I can't do it alone, nor do I want to do it alone. So there's a bunch of freaking clowns everywhere, whether they're in the backyard beside me or across the border in my hometown, we'll figure it out. And it's the whole thing, as you said, Rob, it's the connection that brings it back to being, you know, me being the guy, the kid from Essex County, but to share it and to be at the sea cliff and whatever that, you can't take that away from you. We shared that moment and you got, and everybody that was there. So, now it's sort of trying to get your team to figure it out and try to get my team that we're on our way. We might, that wings might fucking catch. The, that bet, you know I got wings and lions, right? Because if the wings do it, you're going to owe me 200. If the wings win before fucking Leafs. Yeah, but, absolutely. But you still but, owe me a grand. If the Leafs win this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I I gladly pay for that. You're, uh, Rob, it would uh, just make good. Hey, it would just make good entertainment. Mm -hmm. No, I thought right? I thought the bet was it, the Leafs would win. No, no, there's two the bets, Lions bro. What? There's two bets. There's <laughs> two, two bets. bets. The one bet was was Lions Leafs. The other bet was your cockiness. As I said, I'll give you ten to one odds on the Leafs winning. Where you said you take it. For a hundred to a thousand. So I mean, that's what I gave you the ten to one odds. And you know what the best part it. about best I part about it. this is that we can go back to the tape and look at it because you ain't controlling it. It's coming well, out. Listen, here, here's Boom. the thing. Boom. It, it, when it comes back to it, I'm gonna pay for all your shit when you come over here and pay me my money. I'll pay for your booze. I'll pay. I, I'm I'm gonna break even. <laughs> Sorry, not back your Back in the day, if I was no, still drinking, you would have. It's a good thing say, that I hey, no, no worries about the weeds. No worries about nothing. I'll take love, care of you. We got a sponsor. We're going to take care of him when he comes Everything. I'm breaking even. Hey, hey you might want to pull out the good shit. You know what I'm saying? I got to, like, you know, if that's the whole thing, is that honestly, but I, I got to say this, and I'll be honest, because I haven't. Um, tried any of the Canadian or whatever is supposed to be whatever, but I have no idea for like say two years. Mm -hmm. But the it's last time I spoke that you got over there, there, bro. What? Our shit is way better than you got over there. See, um, maybe, maybe then some, but I guarantee you, a hundred fucking percent, it's not better than mine. I was just gonna say, say, I'm gonna that. Say it's not bad. I will tell yours. You, here's the greatest part, right? The beauty about mine, it's fucking price point perfect. It's not the most expensive. It's the when you see the flower, when you smoke the bud, no matter what it is, because it's all about the growers. So I will put that up. You bring your best. We'll fit. Listen, no, we're not cross the border with weed or anything like that. No. But listen, like that. You fucking bring your, you bring your A game and I'll bring my own A game. 
We'll see. Everybody says they got wheelchair weed. You know how many fucking times I've heard that, Baron? What? When's the last time I didn't I say I got, I got wheelchair, wheelchair weed, bro. I got Darren McCarty brand weed that's called Black Guy. And why do I call it Black Guy? Because if you ever want to get punched in the face by me, smoke my weed. It'll make you cough. I'm hey, down. hey I'm down. your ne- your next your <laughs> next booth that you come up with, you should call it the Claude Lemieux knockout. <laughs> or sweet revenge. Either or, or that. Or that. Maybe that guy, right off the top or of his head. Hey, right right off know? the top of his head. Like, look at this guy. <laughs> like they're not in like they're not in the works. Like the black guy strain that I came out with is the one I created. Purple Punch 2.0 by Face Off OG by Fruity Pebbles. Fino number 13 is we cracked 30, we cracked 30 seeds, 19 of them came to to test it. Number 13 is the fucking one out of the thing. Now, the, the different phenos, they all have different profiles, but I'll tell you. And it, this is just the first one I came out with. Because the Sweet Revenge, when I come out with that, when I come out with the four cups, that's the, uh, how do the you next make, two. How do you make your own fucking strain? Like, I've never. Takes three years. You have guys in the business that you trust that are good friends that you got educated. And I'm talking guys that that have worked in Colorado and and labs and different stuff. So you you have somebody that you've had a relationship that has not only educated you, but and and I don't care about the growing part. I'm in fact I love the garden and stuff, but that's not my bag, right? My bag is 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 knowing the growers of the breeders. So the breeders of it, because it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. You can only grow to what the plant will give you, right? So it doesn't matter how great of a grower you are, you can only grow to your to your strengths. So the yeah. fact that if you have guys that know exactly what they're doing, crossing different things That's that nice. look for exactly what you're looking for into a plant then you, it just takes time. Everybody's in a hurry. But if you live patient, resilient, like the plant, eh, so it takes mm-hmm. a little longer. So it takes a little longer. But if you do it right, then it's right. And then you can be proud of creating something with with that concept. But it takes time. Yeah. It's, the same thing as, it's the same thing as when they used to say, hey, what's this? It's a cross of this and this. I said, well, why don't you just take some sour diesel and then some granddaddy perps and put it in the same joint? Then you're smoking. That's what it'll end up tasting like. Yeah. Right, like it's it's really different things. So, so the fact is that six years into this journey, it's crazy. It's the education of what I wanted, right? So I knew that the first one that I wanted had to have some perps in it. It had to have something that gave you that I'm not fucking around. Like I'm, I'm like you're gonna. Doesn't matter who it is, wherever you are. If when you smoke mine, you're like, oh, this, this guy's serious. Right, athlete or not, which which it takes that this is there's a reason to and there's a story behind it and there's a pride and it goes down to the breeder to the growers. The reason why it's licensed my deals licensed by Pincan is specifically for the radical genetics growers that grow my weed mm-hmm. that I go see once a, once a month or whatever. See different things you see it posted when I go up there, but that's again that's my new team, yeah. so I know exactly what's going on. I got this. My Michigan's known for Gorilla Glue, so I figured I needed a Gorilla strain, so I didn't create my Gorilla Cup, but I crossed Gorilla Glue with Peanut Butter Breath to make Gorilla Nut. So D-Max Gorilla Nut, which is a radical genetics (laughs) creation, but again, that's one of my pre-rolls, along with Max 69, Watermelon Skittles, 
um, Balloonicorn. And then we get into the to the two two to ones, three to ones, four to ones, five to ones, which means I have different uh, can of glue, pucker up, whatever, are 15 to 5% CBD. So that's the ones for the conversation um, where I wanted to create one that, so the high, the most experienced to the beginner could actually enjoy together at an event or something socially that everybody could get off and have talk about to know what they took from. So yeah. the pucker ups, uh, it's, it's a orangey sour cherry-ish, but it's got a lot of CBD in it, which people don't really, it's a great, another way to explain how they're feeling when you're in a group setting and you can share it, which is this planet's for. So, yeah. Oh man. That's okay. Great. So that's so how you do it because it takes time. Anything like that. What do you put in to get out? When I tell you what's been put in, not by, I'm the mouthpiece, right? I'm the mouthpiece with the ideas. It's the people that, that, that I team up with that are on that support me that have allowed to get to this point, whether it's Brent who makes the, you know, is in the lab to Tyler, who's, you know, phenol hunting seeds for two years to figure out what it was going to cross and this and that and this and that onto the next one, this and that. So it never, it never stops, but it never has to. You just got to make sure it's like anything else. You can come up for air every now and then and see. So hey, good. I'd, be, hey, I'd be say if I was a Maple Leaf fan, I'd be still smoking <laughs> cigarettes too. Hey, what did you uh, think about the whole like Mantha deal? I was kind of nuts. I eh? well, here's the thing, right? Somebody asked me before, you know, do you expect uh, any rumors Mantha could trade? And I said no, unless it's too good to be true. Offer. Mm -hmm. I was on the air when it happened. My producer said Mantha just got traded, and I went what? Yeah, and I was like this, and then I went well, for who, and then he read it out, and I went, okay, yeah, right. I, I yeah. mean, because it makes sense on both ends, win-win, and you know, here's the difference: which what what you're seeing, and you saw it in Tampa, but it wasn't up close to you. Is mm. not only the moves that Steve Eisen to, to make; it's the way he manipulates the salary cap and makes it work for him too. The Savard deal, the way that he got a fourth for last shot and circumvented the money through. Like these are things yeah. that we never talk about or never know uh, that there's a whole nother level to this game, this trade game, you know, with teams that can afford and can't afford. And you got to know who you can play and who you can't, who wants this. Washington makes sense. That's a win-win for them. I know they're, it looks like, oh, they're giving up, but no, are yeah. they really? Because if they expect to go late in the playoffs, that's a late choice. That's better for Detroit than it is for them and what mm -hmm. Mantha can give them at the age he is with the team they are, with the guys that they can play with. Yeah. And you're seeing it. So, you know, win-wins are fine. I mean, I, I, I love Mantha. You know, I thought he was the thing, but now I've moved on. Is, is that since he's got, whoa, shit, might be Rasmussen yeah. sliding into that role. Yeah. Who knows, right? But the, that's the thing is that we're going to find out. Mm -hmm. But it's all in, it's no matter what team we're talking about in, in any league, do you trust who's in charge? Yeah, it's Eisenman. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do, do you trust Eisman and what he says and what he does? Because all he does oh. is come out and tell you what he's saying. What did he say after this, right? Uh, when his press conference is about this, about trading Braun, the young, and he said, yeah, it's great to have all these draft choices, but we still got to draft the right players, right? Yeah. That's not like he's put himself in a spot, <laughs> Right, but he knows that their work isn't even started yet. Now, yeah. here's the, you look at the caveats. 
look at the players that are two of the two ranked two of the top three prospects around the league. Most Sider, Lucas Raymond. Mm-hmm. Whose guys are they? Ours. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to see how it's getting built, so here's the thing. Wow. See, like I always like go through the roster, separate the Holland guys from the Eisenman guys. And now you're seeing more of how things were. And a lot of things now is he hasn't figured it out as Rupe hints. Mm-hmm. Makes it one nothing yeah. for Dallas. Just uh, got up. I, I, I have it on right now, actually. It's right right here. <laughs> What's uh five minutes in? Is it did we have any chances? Do we have any like I mean, does it did was it a good goal? I'm gonna... I didn't even see it, bro, because I was shooting the shit with you. Oh, so you so you don't have it on to watch it as you're doing that. All right. I have it's my right. I got your camera so that it looks like you're looking at the camera when you're not paying attention. <laughs> Tricks of the trade. I know, man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like. Well, I mean, I listen. I get it, bro. Every word out of my mouth is so fucking intriguing. <laughs> Bobby just said I was long-winded, which, duh. Holy fuck, is that the first time you ever talked to me? Don't ask me a question if you don't want the whole fucking answer. (laughs) Rob actually should be back soon. I just seen him. He just came back. So, But, yeah, man, I was shocked, too, when that shit came through. I was like, whoa. But I was like, ah, I just. But then you look at what, but then you break it down. Three years younger, Stanley Cup champion, got guy that you sort of need. Like if I was gonna compare him to, uh, to if I was gonna compare him, like because here's the thing: do the plug and play with our teams that want. So to me, he could be a Kozlov. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so who are these? Like, put. It's as easy as putting the roster of all the championships in and looking at the roster and going, okay, he could be him. He could be him. He needs to go there, and then you realize you go, okay, I got four pieces. Yeah, I never. Oh, I need twenty. Like I need, I need twenty. Hmm. Okay, but then you see where the progress is, and then you see where you mix them all in. Here's the biggest thing that nobody, like everybody, in the like, and this, I don't know if Stevie does it the same, but Kenny Holland used to have in every league all the different guys from every league that we had in the organization, whether they played in the East Coast college. Rights to it, this, that, this, this, plugged in, looking this, like, so he had a idea of, you know, where guys were and their progress, and then guys can move it around, but then you, yeah. so, so, you know, like, for me, if we're going to call it a spade a spade, I thought Mantha would be, and as I always said, one of the guys to help move forward, but again, mm-hmm. no, and that might be these, some of these guys are just those pieces. Yeah. You know, there's pieces to make you better and everything. Like, that's why I go back to two years. Today's a two-year anniversary of him being hired. Go back to the roster when he was hired. You know, just like, it's, you got to mm-hmm. look small and then you can go for, you know, go for the ride because I, it's I, coming. It's just going to be another couple of years. I agree. Rob, go ahead, brother. Okay, you ready? Fire away. <laughs> First question. Let's get back to hockey. Yeah, um, let's do it. So, do you think uh, out should be fired? Jeff Blashell? No. You know why? Here's, know. The, here's the end of the listen. Right? He's the right guy for the job. Why? Steve Eisman says so. Right? 
It's a Stevie says. You ask me any questions, this guy, whatever. It's if it, if it's a decision, it's, he's the right guy. Because why? Because Eisman says he's the right guy right now. When he's not right. the right guy, then trust me, he won't be there. Right. But so so, do you think he's got a? Uh, so I, I've seen on uh, like NHL.com and uh, the score should. Uh, how do you say his name? Plashow? Blashow? Blash? Blashow? I don't know. Pronounced like it's spelled. I don't know. It's the Red Wings. I don't follow him. So whatever. But, you know, like, I think that he is a really good coach because he did so well in the minors. You know, like, and 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 what team? What time? What team has he been given? When when Babcock left, what did he leave him with? You know what I mean. He he left him with his at um, not Adirondack, Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids team. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Rob always done twice today. I played that. That's what it used to be when I played. So he stopped following the my the Red Wings when I made it to the Wings because he was pissed. They didn't get traded right. in Toronto. But no, Blasio's the right guy. I mean, you see, like, the, look at the development. You look at the process that you're in. And because, Steve, like, we're fine here. If you just know exactly, the thing is, is that you just got to know what part of the trip you're on. You're on the first right. 20, 25%. So it's a whole different, different conversation than trying to get to the hump or over the hump, like we were talking about earlier with Toronto. But, but again, see, see, Detroit has that camaraderie we were talking about that I don't think Toronto does as far as, you know, the, the house league mentality. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so uh, when you played uh, what it was uh, your first year in uh, – or your first Stanley Cup, and you got to play with um, Bob Rouse, former Toronto Maple Leaf. Second, second Cup, right? It was a second Cup. What? No, he 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 was there for both, wasn't he? Well, I'm just I, I'm just looking at it as ninety six, ninety seven. So yeah, he, so but he was there for both. So he got traded from Toronto. To Detroit. With, so with Murphy or a different trade? I was going to say, the least um, the best thing ever and Larry Murphy. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, but that's well, At that time, hey, yeah. let's let's be realistic. Yeah, big as the house at Bobby Rouse. Listen, big as the right. house Bobby Rouse and fucking Jamie McCown. Hacking Black back there. Fuck. Bob Rouse, that ginger. He was you tough. You want me to talk about the Toronto movie? guys I played with? Yeah, Wendell yeah, Bruss that's, that's awesome. what I'm bringing. Stumpy up. Thomas, Stumpy Thomas was awesome. All the Toronto guys were awesome. Steve Thomas I mean, was one of the Stumpy Thomas, one of Stevie's best buddies. Wendell Clark, he's the fucking best. Dude, I saw his son when he came, and and uh, um, oh, we laugh, laugh all the time. But he was, and that was a tough fucker. He was the guy you want on your team. He, hey, he knew the house league rules for sure. <laughs> Great player. Yeah, it was cool to play with Wendell Clark too. It was cool to watch Wendell Clark just rip wrist shots from the red line off the crossbar whenever I will. I know he's ridiculous, hey. eh? Mm -hmm. Did you say you got to play with uh, Wendell? Yeah, I did. 
And then Cujo, too. How Love sick Cujo. was that? How sick was that? <laughs> he's, such a, he's a cool dude. Cujo reminds me. Cujo and I think, like, Jimmy Johnson, like, the rate that the NASCAR drivers are just like they got this cool like demeanor about them and stuff. They just they it was cool. It's all these guys. It was cool. Play like, dude. How about playing with Paul Coffey my first few years and stuff like that? That I mean, watching him in the loyal no, oil no, days. Jim, I want to go back to I want to go back to the Toronto guys. <laughs> I I really do because like you got to play with and and they were. They were solid guys, like Stevie Tom, Stubby and, and Wendell. You know, like what what uh, made you think how great they were? Like, obviously playing against them, you knew they were tough as nails. But then to get them on your team, they were house league guys, and they would go into that corner, and everybody's getting beat up. Well, go right. Go go to uh, my first year in Toronto when Rouse and Proby getting a stick swinging thing, and I grab Rouse or whatever onto you know Bob Rouse strongest grip strength thing you like would do it to a hundred. Like it was like his grip strength was like they said him and Ken Danico, but yeah, but just like solid, stay at home, responsible PK guys like. Guys that you win championships with, that sort of the unsung, you know, it's like it's like being on the third and fourth line. You need those guys to step up and stuff, but they don't forget because they do the dirty work. I love, I love watching. I remember uh, it was Mc, Jamie McCown behind the net, and we were playing the finals against Washington. It was Chris Simon, Dale Hunter, and Craig Berube, and and that's who they play against. And he dished the puck off, and all three of them, it looked like the Hanson brothers, like hit them at the same time. But they, these guys sacrificed. They knew they had to play against that line the whole time and didn't care. Their old school mentality. So that's the toughness that you're talking about. And team tough. It wasn't about, yeah, they could fight and stuff, but they weren't known for it, but they knew that they'd stick up for their teams. That's amazing. Like, and you know what's so funny is that when uh, Tron when Toronto got rid of Wendell and he ended up going to um, Detroit, everybody was like, oh, he's, he's gay. It's <laughs> like, have you seen his wife? She's yeah. beautiful. And he, <laughs> like, I didn't understand it. But it was the Toronto fans being so uh, disrespectful to their captain. And this guy was, I, I love this guy. I when 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 Wendell wasn't in the lineup, I didn't want to watch the Leafs play. I really didn't. You know, it was just brutal. No, I don't know, dude. Early for fuck, man. Like you, no, nah, dude. I remember, I remember hockey night in Canada back late eighties, early nineties, and stuff I was like that. Just gonna say that. to see Wendell wreck somebody behind the net. Right, yeah. whether it was a St. Louis or Hockey Night Canada back, that's where you know, like watching the Leafs, and it's not, you know, my I don't hate the Leafs, right? It's just the fact that I was shoved the Leafs and Montreal down my throat because the wing sucks so bad that I have no sitting here with four cups. Fuck all you guys. So y'all fall in the same fucking category that that I grew up against, and I'm sitting here with all the rings until you fucking guys can figure out. Any of you, 
Montreal. You are Toronto. a Canadian. So, Rob, it just so happens that you get to feel the blast. Actually, Rob, I just pretend I'm talking to my cousin Chad because this is the same conversations that we have to this day <laughs> for the past 49 years. <laughs> That's funny. No, but man, those early like 90s wings and leafs hockey night in fucking Canada, man, the whole country would stop to watch that game, man. Well, especially like you look at the 90, 93 year when uh, Toronto beat Detroit. I was in Adirondack that year above the Borshevsky goal, right? Or whatever. And you see how, yeah. you know, that, that, that caused it. Look, Brian Murray got fired. That, that caused me to, you know, make the, the wings pretty much because Scotty Bowman came in and they made, you know, sort of a change of stuff. And gave you your shot. Gave me my shot. Right, exactly. So if they're successful, they get by Toronto, and then you know how you know how teams get. So so Toronto did me a favor. So I appreciate that, Rob. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that's how Sussex County boys look out for each other. Yeah, absolutely. But but how about Marty Lapointe? What was Marty Lapointe? Oh, the bulldog. Yeah, bulldog yeah. Is the best. Because like I remember seeing when he won when you guys won the cup. And Marty LaPointe was bench pressing 500 pounds. Yeah, absolutely. I, he he bench pressed 235 like 30 times one time. Just in, in two, yeah. he, he, was, a, listen, he did a one-up with 500 pounds. He did yeah, a one-up with 500 pounds on the bar. Yeah. True story? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Probably still do it to this day. He's freaking still jacked. Fucked, man. That's fucking insane, bro. It's insane. That is nuts. That's some strength, man. Holy fuck! Now, oh, now, now you shit. also got to you also got to play with uh, Tim Taylor, the Tool Man. <laughs> Love it, dude. I'll tell you. Now, we now have, was uh, Tim Taylor? Did Tim Taylor not come from L.A. to come to you guys? Is that the same same uh, Tim? Tim Taylor? Was it from LA? Yeah, it was from LA. Yes, because that was in the, when I was in the, that was Gary Shuchuk, Mark Potvin, um, trade to LA during our, my year in the minors. And I must got Tim Taylor back because he played the nine, like the 90. He was there for a while. I don't know. You have, have to look it up, but he was, the tool man was awesome. So he, he won a couple of us in 98. And I know he was lighting up Adirondack the year before, but um, yeah, me, him, Joey Kosher, Matthew Danilo for two years uh, for those cup runs. Uh, we'd play uh, Chinese poker and uh, order room service and watch the hockey games, you know, because they're on back-to-back -back playoff games on the off nights. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was awesome. Fuck. Nothing like playoff hockey is just stacking games. I know, it's great. <laughs> what are you laughing so, at over there, Rob? And and your goalies were Mike Mike Vernon, yeah, and Chris Osgood. Is yep. Chris Osgood not the most underrated goalie ever to play the game? You mean Hall of Famer Chris Osgood? Absolutely, Hall of <laughs> Famer. Four hundred wins, three cups, two that he backstopped. He could be, but but it's because Ozzy's attitude. He grew up with the Grand Fear mentality. Yeah. 
I got to get, I let one less in than you. I don't care. He never cared about personal, whatever. It was about battling. And when people ask me this question about all the goalies that I played with, give me one game, who would I go with? And they expect me to say Hasek or whatever. No, Ozzy. Ozzy, because you know what? I'm, I'm living in, that's my boy. I, I'm, I know that we're living together, dying together, but we're not going, you know, we're going down. It's going down swinging. And he's not afraid to lose. I mean, that's the whole thing. We've lost before. Lost fuck 95. Or that was Vernie, but lost in 09. But mm -hmm. also, too, it's, it's it's the character. And it's the guys you want to go to war with. It's the same things we're talking about. Don't be surrounded by the toughest guys. It's guys that are willing. Right? Because I don't care. There's a, there's a tough guy. and He's willing until he gets punched in the face once. Realizes that he really doesn't like it. Some of us really don't mind it. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane, bro. Like, uh, like uh, I remember playing some of my toughest games, house league, and then I got into uh, I got to play juvenile. I, I went in, I went up to play uh, trial for junior C, and I didn't make it. Whatever. Like I was a lot smaller than everybody else, but whatever. But when we came back, and fighting was okay in, in House League as well. But everybody was all in, mm -hmm. you know, like you're saying. And that's what makes championships. And we won championships in House League because everybody was on the same page. And now you guys win championships because everybody's on the same page and everybody's backing everybody. And, and it's just like uh, a free-for-all. Yeah. No, it's it's everybody knows what's expected out of them. And then at the end of the day, you're not going to allow anybody to get in the way of of you, you know, it, it's that us versus them. It's the whatever else. It's not easy. But the only way you get through it, like what look at what Toronto's been going through or whatever, what they're still trying to find is that spark, that moment that brings and, – and we'll all see it. We're waiting for it as Lions fans. We're waiting – 50-some years, what are 60 years? Like, there's that, like I'm telling you, March 26, 97, you know, that game. And and forget the fact that, you know, I'm biased because I was a star, but the fact, the fact that the revenge was got, but also we won when we needed to win after they beat us out and hadn't, we hadn't beaten them. Psychologically, Shani says that in the Russian Five. The mental advantage that you got, and you know about that. That's the thing, you, growing up in Essex County, you know what it's like to get your hands dirty and to work, no matter what what it is. So, you know, at the end of the day, right? It's what do you put in to get out, and and it's not going to be because you know the way that we're brought up. It's it's not. I'm not the weak link, right? I might not be the strongest link, but I'm not the weak link, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work my ass up, make sure I'm not. Mm. Now I I understand that there's different things, so it's just being able to be a part of something. Yeah, but yeah, again, but I, I think that's uh, I think how that's many. How many of them could say they went out and picked pick tomatoes and corn detasseled, right? Oh, absolutely. Hated the detassel and got fired from that. Picked tomatoes, 50 cents a bushel. <laughs> Fucking great. So let me I watched the Mennonite. We did. So so back, it was a perfect. So Matt Dirksen, God rest his soul, who was the best athlete growing up out of Leamington. Uh, pitcher and stuff like this, but so the Dirksons had a farm. We'd pick tomatoes, and then Mennonites picking it. But we'd always have baseball, so we'd only pick half a day. 
or maybe like six hours or whatever. And I think one day my record was 80 or something. We'd mess around, but that's 40 bucks, right? It's 12 years old. Then he's counting some of these Mennonites there, like 400, 400, you know, and you're just thinking. Yeah, but wow. they're putting rocks in their fucking baskets, bro. Don't, don't fucking let them kid you. <laughs> no, 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 dude. Trust me. There's no rocks. You know how I know? Because you know who's got to drive the wagon and load the bushels into the wagon? Yeah. So I'm not picking up ones that are full of rocks. So it's legit. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I, I can think only 80 something, 400 is a lot more. Bro, I pick tomatoes too. I put a fucking couple rocks in my basket and fucking. <laughs> you're fucked. You're fucked. Well, that's because you're not from Leamington, bro. So you don't really respect That's tomatoes. right. I, I didn't care that much. I, it's not my hometown. That's <laughs> it. You come play hockey in there. No problem. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, fucking guys. All right, Rob, do you have anything else for him? I have a hundred more questions for him, but if you want to get out of here, like whatever, I don't care. No, he's just chilling. I'm just asking you what else you want to ask him. Right. Well, I want I want to know. Uh, so, so tell me your best Sergey Fedorov story. Ooh, that's a good question. And you know what always makes us look good is when you say that's a great question. <laughs> uh oh. He's brewing something up. Look at him. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, he's like, got so many that he doesn't want to get like, Sergey in trouble. Sergey Fedorov, dude. I, I loved it. We clicked early. Um, uh, early on, I think it was like November uh, of my first year. Him and I, uh, we, he took me to the Meat Puppets and uh, Stone Temple Pilots concert at Cobo Hall. Limousine, and then we went uh, to all the after hour spots that we all knew and stuff like that. So, we, uh, I, I love Sergey. The thing is, Sergey is just misunderstood. You got to understand is that, you know, he's that 16, 17, 18 year old, you know, kid sometimes. And you, you, it's just the mentality, but the, he's a fierce competitor, um, a great guy, you know, just one of these that just, He's more misunderstood by the outside, but not by us. Mm. That's All my right. Sergey Fedorov. That, that, that's your Sergey Fedorov story? Yeah. What about <laughs> Brett Hall? Oh. Bert Hall. Dude, don't <laughs> ask me. Hey, okay. So, so Darren, Darren, hear me out for one second, okay? So... We had you on the first time, and uh, everybody's like, man, that was a crazy interview. And then everybody's like, well, so what happened with the, the Stanley Cups? You know, like, you, you guys really didn't even get into that. And I'm like, well, it was only an hour interview. So, you know what I mean? Like, so now, so now I'm going, I, I, I rolled back and went into the rosters, and now I'm just picking guys, okay? But, so that's why I'm right. doing, bro. I understand. Dude, no, no, no problem. But here's the thing, right? Because we can I do can this. Throw, I can throw names at you all day long. Felix Podman. That's what I'm saying. Give me some more. What do you want to know? Like, like I, I want to know. Your, your, tell me something about Brett Hall. Hall story. Ooh. What's your Brett best Hall Brett Hall Brett, story? Brett Hall used the flimsiest stick. 
and the smallest blade you would ever say. And what Brett Hall would always say is that everybody knows where to go. Not everybody knows when to get there. That's what made him a great scorer. But, I, but I, he uses like a 50 flex, like literally like a junior, like whatever, the bow on this thing. It's unbelievable to say, and the, and the small and the toe curve and how thin it is, just goes to show you that talent is talent. But, I mean, the one-timers and stuff, and he that used to do, he, he used to sit in the back of Bunch and do uh, Ken Hitchcock's story. Ah, for fuck's sakes, Holly, you ever going to bat check? You know, like shit like that. <laughs> but did you ever go out and party with them? See, I, uh, like, the, yeah. I mean, yeah, we all, we all, uh, I'm trying to think of what, see, like, the, here's the thing. When you have, like, older team and shit like that, like, we, we, we'd all end up sitting around bullshitting with, with each other. You know what I'm saying? Is more like hanging out. Like, you know, some of the guys don't like hanging out with other people. So it all depends on where you'd go or, or, or stuff like this. But um, see, like, and and I didn't, so I wasn't drinking. So I don't, you know, do a lot. But a lot of the guys, they, they, they always like to go for the fucking. Remember, I always told you, there's a movie crew, the fucking dine and that, you know, they're the fucking dine and wine and four hour crew. That was those guys, Stevie, Shanny, Holly. Fucking Nick, all those guys. Igor, Igor. Yeah, you get caught in the vortex and that, but uh Holly golf, Holly fucking can hit the shit out of the golf ball too. No, oh, I can imagine. Wow. Yeah, man, you played with so many like fucking legends, dude. <laughs> Everybody you played with is going to the Hall of Fame. As they should. I said there should be a regular season Hall of Fame and a playoff Hall of Fame. Okay, You're going to so tell the story correctly, right? Think all the playoff well, guys. Tell me an awesome story about Chris Chelios. <laughs> Chelly's the godfather. If you want anybody's black book, it's Chelly's. He knows everybody. If you need anything, you call Chelly. Uh, and he takes care of the young guys like nobody's business. You know, but, like little but things. It's a true story, right? Like he goes into the, uh, he's he's there before everybody else. Goes into the sauna, brings a bike in, does yeah. the push-ups, does. Yeah, the desert, the desert ride. Listen, Kelly's the last one out of the bar, and the first one at the rink in the sauna riding the fucking. Like it would get to a point. It would get to a point where you would say, "Oh, he's going to be in there for a while tomorrow." But he's Greek. He's a freak of nature. He played till he was 50. What are you going to do? It's nuts, I mean, he's man. fucking, he's a specimen, dude. He's, just, you gotta, he's, he's you alien. Gotta, I think he's alien. Holy but, fuck. You got to you gotta send him a something, get him on our podcast. That would be fucking so awesome. Because fucking. I've heard so many stories about this guy. Like Having beers on the bench specimen. at the Winter Classic. He's just a specimen. Yeah, well, when you treat him like, when you disrespect him like that, fucking right. I never disrespected him. No, no. I didn't say that. He said drinking beer on the bench. I said, yeah, he's well, having yeah, beers on the bench at the winter classic. Like he didn't stick his stick through his fucking forehead. He I cannot believe that he didn't fucking fight Babcock on that. Because <laughs> because he's a pro, dude. He's not going to do that. No, but you could... you. 
A lot of hey, guys. Hey, I'll, I'll just tell you this. It was probably financially not beneficial. Yeah. Something I, I would have never thought of. Yeah. But I'm just saying that there's a reason why it didn't happen. Yeah, fucking And child. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> Ran away. He's got a pet. Off your refill. He's got a piss. <laughs> Sorry, coffee refill. All right, Rob, let's go, buddy. I'm Rapid done. fire with him, huh? No, I, I'm done. I like he he answered. Everything. Oh, and uh, he answered the whoever um, question about the cups. You know, like you said, the first time when I brought it back, like that's almost got everything to do with it to Leamington and, you know, play at the sea cliff and then take it to the parties and stuff like that. But the best part is when you win it so many times is that you get a relationship with the cup cop guy. Now, the cup cop guy is real. And he the and, it, and that's the cup guy. Yeah, the white gloves. He has yeah. the ball just because so, so when you're out and about, it's so somebody's responsible for it. Now, Phil or Mike, uh, whoever it is, well, you get to know the guys and stuff like this. So the more that it's in town, right? So you get it for a day. Like every player gets for a day. And that's why it has to be scheduled, travels to Europe, whatever, when it's around. But a lot of time when it's around doing different things, you have a relationship with these guys that they'll call you up, call me or drapes up. And, uh, you know, that's why a lot of people drank out of it because we'd have impromptu, let's take it to Royal Oak. Let's take it here. Let's take it here just on a, on a whim or take to a school or, you know, do different shit like that. That's the beauty of it. So that's why I hope you guys hope Toronto wins because of just so what, and like you said, it would be the biggest thing until the Lions won. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for the Lions to win. Can't wait for my thousand bucks this year. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. Jesus. I can't wait for your thousand bucks either, bro. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it, bro. Like, I'm going to pay for your golf when you come over when this martial law is all fucking done. I got you. I, I wish I could get him. So, what do they, speaking of that, so what do they tell you on that? Like, what? It's a two week martial law, or what are they trying to oh, get right numbers down? A month at a time. Like your cups. Like your cups for four a weeks. Month at a time. Nice. There's not even any golf right now, man. The only sports he can play outside, <laughs> away from everybody else, he can't do it. Yeah. Nothing. We'll take oh, care they of shut it. golf down, too? They shut golf down the other day, Everything. yeah. Everybody's Everything. fucking going nuts right now, dude. Oh. So we can't even go out and hit a round right now. Nothing. We can go to a driving range, but we can't hit a round. Oh, you can go to a driving range? I'm pretty sure you can. There was a few that were still open. I even fucking know. Maybe. I don't even know. So that's so tired I mean. of it. You so tired of it. Range, but you can't go to a, a fucking course. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Makes no like, sense. Like, if that's what you're doing, like, why, why can't you just go uh, no no carts? And if you want to walk golf, you can walk golf. But they don't. They're, it's Don't let kids go to the playgrounds and lick poles and fucking whatever. <laughs> and, and, and all the adults stuck out looking balls, eh? I mean, that's the time you brought it out. Yeah, damn, we were kids. We licked the ball once, 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 oh, once, God. and it was cold. 
And it was cold. That's hilarious, man. Oh. <laughs> Fucking funny. Rob? Do you have anything else from fire away man now now is your time no i i just wanted to know like my last question was he i didn't i didn't i don't know if you answered it or not i was just rambling but uh <laughs> oh really my boy wendell clark my favorite hockey player growing up of all time did you get to play with him yes yeah yeah, he got traded okay. here from Tampa in 99 when Shelly and uh, Alf Samuelson did. Great guy. Still run into him, run into him doing alumni stuff and even playing NHL alumni and stuff. He's just always oh, just a good dude. Mm -hmm. I still got, like, what do you think was his uh, best? Was his slap shot, wrist no. shot, snap no, shot? No, his fucking snap shot. His fucking wrist or snap or whatever the fucking quick release. Was fucking was gross. Sad, eh? <laughs> so if you don't mind putting a good word in for me, uh, <laughs> I'd really like to have him on to, uh, especially when we win the cup this year. When we win the cup this year. Oh, you hear me? So here we go. Now these two got a fucking bet going now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a thousand dollars. He's got a fucking, listen, I think I'm going to fucking, I know I'm not going to collect 200 this year. I'll get collect 100 this year, and then about three years, I'll collect another 100. Okay. So be good. I'm down. Dude, I just, yeah. But you're going to pay me $1,000 because they're going to do it. I hope they do, bro. I hope they do. It would be the biggest thing in my life. Let me die after that. Right after. Boom. <laughs> Again. <laughs> What the fucking expectations? <laughs> just fucking low expectations, baby. And I don't. I don't like to raise the bar. I like to live in the now. All right. Well, you're you're locked down. So I mean, sounds like a good time to. I'm locked. It will be the best day of my life. <laughs> but Darren, and can I just say I'm so happy that you came on here again. I. I had the best time. Um, I think you're. I, I hope you. I hope your uh, your weed shit goes fantastically. I will. I will. I would love a roll on for my shoulder. Awesome. And, and I want that free. Just I'm so there, you I'm, know. Like yeah. I, no. I, hey, listen. Again. Again. It's you, know. you asked me earlier about your setting in the bracket. Isn't it beautiful? So all this stuff because I'm looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs thing when you talk it explained i knew you wanted everything for free in the easy way and all that stuff so don't worry about it i haven't had shit for free in how long right there so i got you buddy <laughs> rob's an old guy he's got to rub that shit on if i can love you bro all do. Uh, listen why are you yeah, chirping hey, us old guys i'm not hey man i'm not just you your uh cbd no you behave tonight i laid off you rob Stepped up. Thank you. It's honestly, it's been nice. <laughs> That's why I've just been kind of sitting back, just letting you, just letting you go. You do, hey, no, exactly. Hey, it's been noticed. <laughs> hey, you want to, you want to hear a funny story? Is that uh, I, I tell Aunt, I'm like, I don't know. We got him coming on for the second time. I don't know what to say to him. I had more interaction with you this time than I did. I did the. Yeah, first I know, time. and you were worried about it. I wasn't worried about it. I, it's, 
It's Dean Mackey. Now, there you go, Rob. That was a great question, bro. That was a great question. <laughs> Say that again? Well, I, I, I had to put that in there, so if you want to cut that to me saying, this is Darren McCarty saying, Rob, that was a great question. <laughs> so then you can cut it and there play it online. Oh, we already got it. We already got it. We already got it. So I'm going to get Drew to put every time I ask you a question. It's a, that was a great question, Rob. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Here, even better. Wow, this is Darren McCarty. Rob, from a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, that was a great question. That was even better. <laughs> Just uh, Drew will be just picking it apart for sound bites for you, Rob. Bro, uh, you're the greatest. You're the greatest. I love you, D Mac. It was can't awesome. wait. To, uh, can't wait to play some golf, boys. Oh, yeah. We, we will get that so down once it. Uh... All right, man. Hey. Hey, bud. Seriously, thank you, man. Everything you do for us, fucking sound bites, fucking sitting down with us, sending us video messages from my friend. Just everything you do for us, man. Seriously, thank you so much. We appreciate well, it. Uh, totally. stay, uh, keep me in the loop and, uh, you know, we'll build. Uh, it's all about, like I said, it's not the what, it's the who. So do our part now. And when it blows up, we can get her going. All of us. And then they know what we want to do. Bro, right? So, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully when this all clears out, bro, at least you could take the stance that we're, cheer we're all cheering the Leafs. Because they're actually doing something and busting your balls, but in enjoy through it. And then fucking, hey, listen, when fucking Ovi snaps one fucking top shelf in game seven for the game winner, and that fucking thousand dollars turns into a minus a hundred, uh, I'll hold Riddick, your head up, bro. I'll buy you all your drinks. Riddick's got this. Riddick's our new number one. Oh. Riddick's our new number one. You know yeah. what? That might work. That he's crazy enough. He's fucking. He's a true goalie. All his fucking little quirks and shit. Yep. That's old school not. goalie. That's what you need. Just like we needed Mike Vernon. We needed yeah, the fifty-year-old midget cowboy. I need a Chris Osgood. I need me a Chris Osgood. Good luck, bro. There's only one of those. That's what I was just gonna yeah. say. There's only one. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. One in a million. One in a million. I love and, it though, dude. That's our next. I, I, I keep hearing all this game. shit. Oh, Chris Seriously though, Rob. Here's our. Here's our. The, here's the Hattrick Podcast. Dmax next thing is we put a like a push together when it comes time for Ozzy to get into the Hall of Fame. Like you know oh. what I mean. I'm, you cut because if you come at it from as a Toronto fan and a hockey fan of why, you know what I'm saying? Then it, we could take more of because that's the whole thing is is you make people realize because I don't think they realize whatever else. And it's mm -hmm. your, you know, everybody's opinion, but you have as strong as opinion as I do. 100%. Right. And, and, and that's just important. How it's important to show you that how there is why we do agree. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he's a Hall of Famer, bro. Like hands down, he was. He would, honest to God, he was my favorite goalie uh, watching the Red Wings. And I didn't. I only watched him when the Toronto when Toronto played him. But this that guy stood on his fucking head. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of um, Hasek, 
but I was a huge fan of Chris Osgood. And and he gets shit on by Red Wings fans. And I'm like, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. No idea. Because I watched 100 million goalies go through Toronto. Mm -hmm. You know, like you you name a bad goalie go through Toronto. Uh, Was it uh, uh, Pogue? You know what Justin I mean? Po- like, Justin Bogey. And, and they gave up so much for him. But then, you know, I don't even want to talk about how good of my goalies they were. But they seem, like Don Cherry said, they seem more rubber than the 401. Yeah, and too bad they weren't like Alan Bester because fucking if they fell off that fucking bridge, fucking he survived because the fucking trucks went through his legs. Yeah, yeah. I played with the Jester in Adirondack. <laughs> Remember when Toronto got beat you guys out? <laughs> oh, I wasn't there. Here we go. I wasn't there, bro. Uh, yeah, that was a year like. before. You know what? I don't know what it's like. I don't know. That was a like year before playoffs. I know. I know. So I can't ask. Me. I got stats. <laughs> I got stats, bro. Holy Which website fuck. you want to go to? Hockeyfights.com, you know, NHL.com. Which website? Hockey database. <laughs> fuck. Stay off that Wikipedia. That shit's a lie. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. I fucking. All right, boys. All right, right D Mac. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Rob, take care. Hope to see you guys soon play some golf. And I hope uh, nobody goes to jail because of who just scored. I don't know. Okay. Pause. Somebody. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so All much. All right. Later, guys. See you, buddy. Later. And there he is, folks. Mr. Darren McCarty, round two there with him. Dude, <clears throat> that guy, like, what kind of blew my mind is, like, he could, like, whatever. It's weed or whatever. But he made his own strain. Like, I want this, I want this, and I want this in it. And, like, bam, like, here you go. Like, who the fuck does that, man? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I want guys like that. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah, well, it's well, insane. So, do you, remember, do you remember what it was called? I forget what it was called. But it was, like, I forget. You guys seen the video here. It was, like in a haze the whole fucking interview because i i'm not gonna lie every <laughs> every time he lit one i was trying to light one and i didn't work out for me. i fell asleep really fast that night let's put it that way bro you could even see his hair his the smoke was so fucking <laughs> yeah, there, in that room. Like, there was a few times that he was like puffing and like his screen was like full of smoke but yeah darren is an absolute <laughs> gem hey you um, know you know what his strain should be called sucker punch yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny fucking guy you know uh, what i mean you smoke it next thing you know boom <laughs> you didn't see that coming should have called it claude lemieux but uh yeah so he's always so fucking good to us he sends us cameos messages for our buddies everything comes on talks to us suits the shit with me all the time so it's kind of nice uh Bro, he's going to pay a me a like thousand that. bucks. Well, if the least win the cup, he's going to, yeah, you and him got a crazy bet going on now. So yeah. that's going to be, he's, interesting, a, he's, so. a, he's bigger. He's a bigger de- 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 degenerate than I am. <laughs> yeah. 
It's crazy. All right. So once again, big shout out to Darren. I'm sure that's not going to be the last Thanks, time. Thanks, Darren. We really yeah. appreciate your total beaut, bro. Yeah. I'm sure that's not, not going to be the last time he'll be on this show. Um, Rob, let's talk about real quick here. Teams that are on the bubble. So teams that are like, could be in or out or whatever. So what we'll do is we'll start in the West. Who's, <laughs> who's impressed me right now in is Arizona. Okay, who's made a big push. They're now into a playoff spot. They're sitting in fourth. But St. Louis is hot on their heels. St. Louis has 46 points right now. So if you had to choose of those teams, of those Arizona or St. Louis, who's going to get in? Well, I like seeing I like seeing uh, Arizona in there. You know what I Me mean? Not, they weren't expected to be anywhere near there. Not even sniffing you know? it. And, and, and to be ahead of uh, to be a, to, to be ahead of St. Louis, San Jose, the Kings, and Anaheim, yeah, they're doing something there. They really are. It's insane, dude. And I, I like that. I I, I like seeing. Uh, I think they make it in. I do. So you're saying St. Louis is out, Arizona's in. Yeah, yeah. That's tough, but you know what? As much as I would love to see it, I just think that St. Louis gets in. I just think that down the stretch, they make that big run. They, they have all the guys that there to make that big run. I'm not saying Arizona don't, but just St. Louis to me has a lot more, way more experience on those big games, big, you know, like have to win games, must win games. And I say St. Louis sneaks in. I don't think it's going to be by much, but I right. think they're going to, but I think it will be them in and it will be Arizona. Okay. Let me put you on the LA spot. Like you LA. always put me on the spot and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay. What do you think about Bennington this year? You know, you, you have that Shaking. Stanley cup run. You, 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 you're playing above your pay grade. You get the big contract. Yeah. And now As long to me as if he gets, if they get in and he stands on his head and they make another big run or they win a cup again, all is forgotten. They ain't getting out of that division. I'll fucking promise you that. Well, I know because of Las Vegas and even like Minnesota, Colorado, like, fuck, man, that's tough. That's tough. But in all honesty, I think it'll be Colorado, uh, Vegas battling to come out of there. Okay. But then who comes out? I'm saying um, Vegas because I have Vegas to win the cup. So I know you Las, do. Well, Las Vegas. Yeah, you comes lose out. your case of beer right there. Yeah. I'll 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 put You're gonna go I'll Colorado. Pick Colorado and I'll put a sixer on it. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Jesus. We'll it's figure free it out. beer, bro. GL Heritage supplies all our beer. Well, yeah, we'll we'll uh, figure it out. But yeah, but I think Las Vegas comes out. You got Colorado. Let's go over to the central. So the Central, the team who's kind of poured it on lately is Nashville. Nashville's made quite the run as of late. They've uh, just turned it on, man. Dallas has kind of fell off as of late. Um, Obviously, while the Wings are going to be out of it, Columbus is going to be out of it, Chicago is going to be out of it. Um, But it's going to be between Dallas and Nashville, I think, for that last spot. Chicago, maybe if they go on a little bit of a run here. It's five points. 
They're only yeah. five points out of the bubble. Yeah, but there's only like seven or eight games left. Yeah. So, right? So, uh, to me, it's going to be – still a chance. There is a chance. There was a point in time where the Wings had a .01 chance of making the playoffs, and everybody's like, the Wings are shit, this or that, da, da, and I wrote under it. So, there's still a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had but remember, remember when we picked the top four teams coming out of each division, I had Columbus in there. Mm-hmm. They're dead last. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I'm happy that it's not the wings there. But uh Yeah, because you so, don't want more you don't want more uh balls in the uh draft. I I ping want, pong balls. Whatever. I just want them I just want them I want every time I watch a game, I don't want it to be I don't want them to get killed. I want them to be in games. And as of late, yep. they seem to be in games. So I can't I can't really whine about what's actually happening right now with the wings. So but if we had to pick right here, so we're going to go between the fourth and the fifth spot there between Nashville and Dallas because the other three teams are fucking running away, wouldn't that being uh, Carolina, Florida, and the Stanley Cup champion, Lightning. So who's getting in? Is it going to be Nashville, Rob, or is it going to be Dallas? Have I'm going to say, I'm gonna say what? Dallas has two games less right now played then Nashville, and they're only two points back. I'll go with Dallas. You So you're going to go Dallas gets in? I think yep. Sagan's supposed to be back soon, isn't he? I don't know. Imagine he comes back for like the last five or six and gives him that little push. I mean, oh, he, that's a huge, that's a huge guy. That's like losing Tavares and not having him, you know, and then yeah. he comes back and there you go. Yeah. It's insane, dude. So I I, I don't. Uh, who's the captain there? Is it is it Jamie Ben? Yep. So I don't see Ben letting this happen. I don't. Especially last year. Too, I see him year, putting the like, team on his back and going right past mm-hmm. Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could very well happen. I'm gonna say, uh, fuck. Dallas has been fucking good. Well, semi sorta. Nashville's been on a nice little run. Like I'm gonna say Nashville gets in. I'm gonna say Dallas is out. So I'm gonna say Dallas, Chicago, Wings, and Columbus are out. I'm gonna say that Carolina's gonna play Nashville and Florida's gonna play Tampa. That's how that's gonna so, go. So how, Dallas how, is how two they points behind Dallas. Nashville. Sorry. Mm-hmm. How they sit now, I think, is how they're going to finish. So it's going to be Carolina, Florida, Tampa, Nashville. So Dallas is uh, two points behind Nashville and two games in hand. Mm -hmm. The craziest part is the Hawks are only three points back from Dallas. And that's without Jonathan Taves. But, however, Kirby Dock is back. Yep. So that's going to give him a spark, right? He's been back for a little bit. Yeah, and so, Shaw retiring kind of hurts them because yeah, he, he, yeah man, but incredible hockey player. Yeah. So you got Dallas going in, I got Nashville going in. If you had to pick coming out of there, who's who's coming out? Florida. You're going Florida, eh? Yep. I'm gonna go the lightning again. And I just the lightning have it, sitting I just, in the 
They're in the third spot and, and right the now. They're sitting in third right now, right? Yeah. So they would play Florida if the playoffs started today. Just how, yep. how that would work. Because it's one versus four, two versus three, right? Right. I think that's how it works. Let's go on to the east. Um, right now, between that fourth and the fifth spot, we got a four-point difference. And that is between Boston and the Rangers. First of all, did you even think Boston would ever be down to fourth? Like, could you have seen them? Those four teams that are – those top four, Pittsburgh, Washington, Islanders, Boston, are the top four teams. Holy shit. And then just right behind them, you got the Rangers, who have been on a roll, an absolute roll lately, steamrolling teams. They're Look at them. So the top team, so – and fucking Pittsburgh, who got off to that slow start and just – just killing it now. They are plus 34 when it comes to the goals for and against, and they're in first place. The Rangers are in fifth, and they're plus 33. Isn't that nuts? Yep. So, Boston or the Rangers, who's getting that fourth spot? Okay, bro, before before we go there, we're, you were talking about Pittsburgh. They're yes. doing this without Malkin. Yes, they are. But they right. just traded for Jeff Carter, too. I like that. I but, like that. But Malkin is a is a huge piece. Always has been a huge piece. But still, though, you got Jeff Carter. Look at the. They have a lot of guys there that are sneaky under the radar guys in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so back sure. to my question: Boston or the Rangers? Who's getting in? As much as I'd love to see Boston not make the playoffs, Boston's making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm gonna say that they got two games in hand. And they're sitting, what, uh, three points ahead of uh, the Rangers. You're not catching them. You're not catching them. So what is this? uh, How many games schedule? 56. 56. Yeah. So So there's about, between all the teams, there's about eight to ten games roughly per team. So Rangers have seven games left, and Boston has – Nine. Nine. Yeah. But how many so, of those are against each other, though? Like, I don't ooh, know fuck, offhand. I don't know. That's what I, I mean. Know. I don't know offhand either, but that's what I mean. Those are going to be the big ones. If they still have games where they have to play against each other, and especially if it's more than one, is going to be where it's going to get interesting. Right? Yep. Now, if those I can teams look play... Quick, though. If those teams Give me two play, seconds. Yeah, whatever. If those teams play... And it comes down to like a final game or two of the season. I'll be watching it because those two teams don't like each other as it is. And then now you're going to put a playoff spot on the line. Would you watch it? Oh, hundred percent. The only thing I don't like is that Boston announcer. He's a fucking clown. But other than that, so they play. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's fucking a fucking terrible. clown. That guy's a goof. He's so fucking so idiot. greasy. Fuck that. So guy. Uh, they play the Rangers two more times. Yeah. So think about it. Those games could be huge. So <laughs> that's if what I mean. I hit that win, shit right on the head. Right? If they if they if they both win outright, except for the games that they play, and the Rangers win both. Boston. Uh Boston's out. It could happen. It could happen. So you're but you're gonna say that Boston's gonna get in, right? I'm saying I'm saying Boston's in. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. honestly, I think New York's gonna make it real hard on them, but 
I think Boston gets in. The team who kind of fell <laughs> off for me is fucking Philly. You said hard on them. Yeah, hard on. <laughs> There's been worse set on here. Um, Not by team, me. No, but me, 100%. The team who's fell off for me is Philly. Like, Philly fucking started red hot, right? And then all of a sudden, they just fell off. Look at this. <laughs> 60 points with Boston. 56 with the Rangers. 51 with the fucking Flyers. New Jersey, 35. Buffalo, 33. Jesus. What a drop-off. So Katie, bar the door in Buffalo. Oh, you're Jesus. fucking... Everybody's leaving. And, leaving. Rob, for you... We'll save what you would think, what I think, too, is one of the best ones. We'll save the best one for last. The North. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Who's coming out? What, who's coming out of that division? Yep. I'm going to say Washington. I'm asking you. And I'll take Pittsburgh for a sixer. Of course you would. So we're going to end up having a case of beer. We're going to have, between the golf... This and everything, we're going to have two cases of beer. Two cases of beer on, on the line here. The Leafs went in the cup. You're going to owe me. And you're going to owe me for these Sixers on every freaking one. Yeah, here we go. All right, North. So the top three teams we obviously have who are kind of running away with it is Toronto is up in first with 65 points, who's just making a mad dash for the finish line. Um, we also have Winnipeg, who's got 57 points. Edmonton's got 56 points. Montreal has 49 points. They're in fourth place. And just behind them is Calgary. They have 45 points. And Montreal has one game in hand. And Vancouver has 41 and Ottawa has 38. So safe to say those two bottom teams are probably out, I'm going to say. Safe to say yep. that those top three teams are probably in. So when it comes to the North, it's going to literally be a battle between that fourth and fifth teams for that last playoff spot. So, Rob, I'm going to ask you first. You got the Habs or you got the Flames? Who's getting in? So, Montreal plays the Flames tonight. Okay. And that's all they got. But Montreal, ha pardon me, March Montreal has the Senators twice, the Maple Leafs three more times, and the Oilers. Mm -hmm. So they got some tough fucking games ahead of them. Mm -hmm. uh, the Flames. Yeah. They have. They have Is Montreal Price tonight. Is Price the Oilers, the Jets, the Senators, the Canucks, the last four games of the season? But is 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 Price out right now? Uh I haven't heard that he's he came back. Okay, I so. know he's concussed, but okay. and I think Allen's playing tonight, so he must not be back yet. Okay. Oh, he is playing tonight. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure Jake Allen, who's the, the other goalie there, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's in the pipes tonight. So, Carey Price is not back yet. He's not ready. So, Habs or Flames? Flames have four, they're four points up with one game in hand. The Flames are four points up? No, the Habs are four points up with one game in hand. I thought you said the Flames were four points up. No, 
Habs. Um, I'm going to have to stay with Montreal on this one. Me too. Me too. Um, for obvious reasons, right? <laughs> I think when Price comes back, which he's – I think he's due back any day. So I think he's going to come back in the nick of time and probably save their hopes for the playoffs. Now, but, I'm not even going to ask but, you. But, but Calgary – I just want to say, Calgary's on a tear right now. A bit, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think they're playing very well. I don't think Montreal is playing very well. No. Like, they just seem to be getting sucked back in. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, it, it, it seems like Calgary is railing them in. I don't know. I still think by by the points, um, you know, four points is a big, big thing to make up. And they have a game. Montreal has a game in hand. So, yeah, 100% mm. I'm going with Montreal. Okay. I'm going to say the same. However, it wouldn't shock me if the Flames made a push and got in. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. It doesn't matter to me because, honestly, those two teams, none of them are coming out of the North. So, you know what I mean? Unless a fucking miracle happens. Did Carey Price steal another series like he did against fucking... Well, he could steal another series. He's not going to steal the whole fucking division. You know what I mean? No, but, but he'll steal the series against Toronto then because that's who he would play. That's what I mean. And that to I me, don't want to play Carey Price. I'm going to tell you right now, Price. I was just about to say that. He took the words out of my mouth. If you're Leaf fans, do you want to meet a healthy Carey Price in the first round? Because I fucking nope. sure as hell wouldn't. Asked nope. Pittsburgh last year, right? So yeah. So you're obviously going to say Toronto is going to come out of the out of the north. And I said honestly, Nick Kiprios to fucking land on Carey Price. <laughs> I pull him out of retirement, pay him a dollar for his contract. He goes and lands on Carey Price. You know, like hyper extends his knee at, and <laughs> Leafs Leafs go to the cup. <laughs> Done. So you have Done. the Leafs. So you have the Leafs coming out of the north. 100%. I'm gonna There's agree no doubt in my mind. Too. I'm going to agree with you there, too. So I'm going to say that the Leafs are coming out of the north, too. So there you go, everybody. There's our picks of bubble teams. Um, You had a couple other little things that you wanted to check on a little bit here. Just briefly, you had something on Patty Wah. Yeah, where, where, where is he going to go coach? There's, I heard there, there's, there's big like interest in eight. him. Eight teams, I think, right now. Montreal being one, Detroit being another. There's like seven or eight teams um, at the end of the year. They have uh, contracts up for their bench bosses. So, Okay, so been? my thought on that is Patrick Waugh going back to Montreal to coach, you are the biggest fucking hypocrite ever. But he said, you said, I, I, I get that. You said you will never play another game in Montreal when you walk by when Detroit lit you up. I was watching that game. And you, that was your last game you played. You got traded to Colorado. What, one, two Stanley Cups or one? You won two in Colorado. One, two in Colorado. There yeah. you go. So, and now you're going to come back to Montreal. Sorry. I don't think it's the Montreal. Um, I'm going to need your man card. <laughs> if he goes there, I don't think it's going to be in a coach role. It's going to be in like management. He won't I be a general manager. Let's see how they said he wants to be a coach or a GM. I'm Patrick Waugh. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what he said. I love so, it. Uh, um, 
Oh, the French, eh? Ah, whatever. Fuck. Do whatever. <laughs> got that. Um, <laughs> Mark Shifley, you had something on him? Oh, what happened to Shifley? Oh, Shifley. Um, he got benched, didn't he? he? Benched, benched for 17 minutes in that 4-1 loss against Toronto. 17 minutes. 17 Jeez. minutes. The whole fucking period. Just whole probably, third period, basically. Do you think he was, it was by his player, or do you think he just said something on the bench that pissed off his coach? I don't know. Maybe it was a fuck you, fuck you, and, and Paul Maurice didn't like it because yeah. I know Shifley didn't like it with the comments he made on uh, – one of the the uh, sports nets, mm-hmm. um, he said, "You know, I yeah. he's the coach. I'm a player. I have to do what he says. Do I agree with him sitting me for 17 minutes? I don't. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm just a player. He's yeah. the coach. Oh yeah. So, you know, does does this give him a kick in the ass? You, you know what I mean? Look at look at Winnipeg now. They, they got uh, Edler's out." Karma, bitch. Um, They have, uh, you know, Shifley. Shifley got rocked. Mm -hmm. So maybe. uh, Yeah, it's a bad time for him to be falling off. Yeah. Considering they're trying to make a push, right? Yep. Um, Victor Hedman. Oh, bro. Did you see his overtime winner 10 seconds into the overtime? I did not. I'm gonna have so, to check it out though now. It's a just a it's kind of like they win the face off, it goes to a scramble to the other end. And Hedman comes in just over the blue line, and yeah. they're ragging around for the puck. The puck, I can't remember who gave him the nice saucer. Mm-hmm. He walks into the hash marks, bar down, nighty night. Yeah. It nice was one time. of the most beautiful goals I've ever seen. Jeez. And for a defenseman to have a wrist shot like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're they're the hammers. Yeah, goalies are the nails. Oh yeah, it's crazy, man. Goalies are such a big no. part of your team. It's insane. Um, yeah. Real quick before we kind of bounce out of here, did you like you said something about a snake? Oh, fuck, bro. So Missy says uh, I'm gonna go see if the uh, lawn tractor starts up. <laughs> so she fires up the lawnmower and. Uh, she backs it out. I hear it. I can't believe it started that quick. It was the first first start of the yeah. year. I'm sitting in a, in a living room, and I get a uh, a phone call. Babe, you got to come out here. There's a oh. snake. Please save me. How big was it, bro? I go out there. And she's standing in the backyard and she's got her arms up like this. And I'm like, there's no fucking way this snake is that big. I come around, you know, the hero. Da, 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 you know, because the last time she said it, it was like a yeah. worm could have ate the snake. Okay, but how big so is this fucker? Huh? How big was it? Bro, I could pick it up to my shoulder. It was touching the grass. Come on. I'm telling you, it was a fucking anaconda. What kind of snake was it? A gardener. Come on. Bro, it was the biggest gardener snake I've ever seen. And when she went like this, it was actually bigger than that. 
Was it like super round too? Shoulders, bro. But what about round? Round? I'd say I'd say bigger than my thumb. Okay, so yeah, so it's a nice little, nice size. It was a good. It was it was a nice snake. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen a gardener snake that fucking big ever. <laughs> Did it kind of throw ever. you off at first? Oh yeah, I was like, wow. whoa, what and kind then, of you know, you she back? fucking pops up like this, and then she gets down, slithering away, and I'm I'm leading her towards the fence and yeah. whatever, and and but the fence is too tight in Misty's backyard. Yeah, and then I'm trying to push her off to. Well, then I just grab her, pick her up by the tail, eh? And I'm waiting for that. <laughs> she never did it, but yeah. I brought her out to uh, the the chain link fence, and then yeah. just kind of put her through, and she's gone. She gone. Well, that's good. Big fucking snake, though. Jesus, it was um, cool. It was really cool. I hate snakes. Fuck snakes. Um, <laughs> I don't like them <laughs> at all. Um, I'll pick them up. I'll put them out. I, I don't care. Before we actually head out of here, you had one mention that you wanted to do before we bounce out of here, right? Yeah, yeah. This is on a very sad note. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to the uh, Martin family. Um, They lost a son, a brother. um, And I I just want to say... we, we, we lost a very good guy, uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, this guy made you feel good about yourself. Um, and I met him, uh, just over, our, uh, two handfuls of times and, mm-hmm. uh, just the salty earth, you know, like he, he was just, just, uh, an amazing human being. And I just want to say, uh, I, I'm sorry for Carmen and her family and, uh, our, our thoughts are with you guys. Yes. 100%. Thoughts and prayers go out to them. Um, it's always hard to, uh, to lose like someone very like close to you and everything. So it's never easy. So we just want to give a big shout out to them and warm hugs. And, uh, we, uh, we wish you guys all the best moving forward. We love, we love you, Carmen. So big shout out to those guys. Um, on that note, until next week, Aunt, Rob, we're signing off. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Love. Yeah, I can get behind it.